Blog Talk Radio. Are you tired of being sheep? Well, so is he. Get a friend, get informed, and get involved. It's We Are Not Cattle Radio. Welcome to We Are Not Cattle Radio. I'm your host, Jake Counts, coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. Man, wouldn't you know it, this is podcast number 10 for the We Are Not Cattle podcast two-hour special. Joining me today will be a couple of members of the People's Vanguard. It is a, um, a hip-hop group that, um, that I saw at uh, Atlanta um, Liberty Fest. And they were just phenomenal. And um, had to get them on the show. Did a quick interview with them on uh, on site. So I haven't finished loading up that video yet. But once I do get that loaded up, I will put it out there. So holy monkey, do we have a lot to talk about today? Uh, these guys are very well versed. So it's going to be a lot of fun just getting to uh, to chat with them. And I um I think that we finally got them kind of pinned up here so let me shoot them a message real quick so i uh i appreciate everybody for hopping on board uh for the podcast tonight if you're listening live thanks for listening if you're listening to the um audio streams via blog talk radio or liberty movement radio or liberty express radio if you notice a growing theme here i am um i guess uh, i don't even know what i would call myself anymore um just a small government, can we at least start with the Constitution and then work from there and then try to do better? That's all I want. I don't want warrantless wiretapping. I don't want um, snooping. I don't want people getting arrested for wearing gun shirts. I mean, I just want freedom. I don't want tyranny. And lo and behold, haha, we're um, we're slowly t- trending towards it. So Anyway, enough of the uh, semantics here. Let me try to get these guys pulled up. I'm going to play a quick clip here for you. I'm going to try to find something that will be uh, informative yet entertaining at the same time. So for those of you listening to the live streams, I'm so sorry, but um, I'm trying to get the technical difficulties worked out here because um, my Facebook uh, crashed. And unfortunately, I know that the government's spying on me using Facebook, but hey, that is the only means that I have to communicate with some of these guys and connect with liberty-minded people. So that's just um, using the enemy's um, tools against them in the fight for liberty and justice for all, um, no pun intended. And so what should I play for you guys? What is a good clip that I haven't played in a while? Ah, here's a, uh, here's a Ron Paul clip for everybody and talking about the grand experiment. So enjoy, everyone, and I'll try to get these guys pulled up. I think what we're witnessing today is the end stages of a grand experiment, a philosophic experiment on total fiat money. Yes, they've been debasing currencies for hundreds, if not thousands of years, and they always end badly. They always return to market-based money, which is commodity money, gold and silver. But this experiment is something different than we've ever had before, and it started in 1971 where we were actually given an opportunity in many ways to be the issuer of the fiat currency. And we had way too many benefits from that than uh, people realized. 
But it's gone on for 40 years, and people keep arguing from the other side of this argument that it's working, it's doing well. And yet, from my viewpoint and the viewpoint of the free market economists, all it's doing is building a bigger and bigger bubble. And uh, the free market economists were the ones who predicted the Nasdaq bubble, the housing bubbles, but we never hear from the Keynesian liberal economists and the central bankers and saying, watch out, there's, there's a bubble out there. There's uh, too much credit, too many problems there. There's a housing bubble. We have to deal with it. Usually we get reassurance from the Fed on that. All right. So there is Ron Paul, and we're still working on the technical semantics of this thing, everyone. So, you know, uh, technology is a convenience and a curse at the same time. So we're trying to get these guys pulled up here. And, um, yeah, but he hits it right on the head. I mean, total fiat currency. Now we're looking at implosions all over the world, riots all over the world, except for in America where everybody's dumbed down and drinking fluoride all the time. And, you know what, I I'm going to do... I'm going to do a great um, service for everyone that thinks that I'm full of crap when I talk about the fluoride. I've got two, count them, two documents. One is a, um, is a natural study on fluoride. It's about 200 pages long, so enjoy reading it because I've read every word of it. And then the other one that I'm going to post is a second one that is going to be just a link to the Harvard studies verifying what the original study said before. Now, just to let you know, Fluoride's in every drinking water. I talked about it here. It's actually in um, some municipalities here in the state of Georgia. It's actually added to meet "quote unquote" EPA standards. So to give you guys an idea of why um, of why the um, hold on a second, he says that he's getting a wrong link. To give you an idea of why they put fluoride in the water, it was five dentists that actually came together and decided that this would be a good idea because hydrofluorosilicic acid, a.k.a. fluoride, that is used in your water supply is a byproduct of nuclear waste. So that in and of itself should scare the crap out of you and you're drinking it. But they go on to say in these studies that parts per million are no good and any parts per million are no good, especially if they're over these certain levels. And guess what? All of those levels are the levels that you're... Um, that your loving government has set aside for you. So once again, it's a uh, hold on a second. We're working on getting this fixed. Be honest. Uh, okay, hold on a second. I got to send these guys a link again. Sorry, I, I, I'm a I'm a male. I can't multitask. So and actually, no human can multitask. There's a great show out now, and I don't usually promote a lot of television, but there's a great show out now called. Um, it is called uh, brain games, and that's one of the things that they talk about in brain games is that uh, nobody can multitask. Even though you think that you can, and CNN did a big report on it, um, even with the hands-free stuff saying that, that nobody can really multitask. So it's all, it's all a facade. Wow, what a coincidence. Something in America was a facade. Holy monkey. All right, so you know what? I'm just going to go ahead, and this will give me about three minutes. Sorry for the uh, long intros and the long build-ups, guys. And um, I'm going to get these boys pulled up here, and I'm going to play If I Were the Devil. And, man, does this ring true today. This was written back in the in the 60s. So enjoy, everyone. Um, podcast number 10. Sorry if we're getting off to a rocky start, but, hey, it's technology. we got to deal with it and move forward. Uh, oh, Jesus, I just sounded like Obama. All right, um, here's the clip. Enjoy. If I were the devil. If I were the devil. 
If I were the prince of darkness, I'd want to engulf the whole world in darkness. And I'd have a third of its real estate and four-fifths of its population, but I wouldn't be happy until I had seized the ripest apple on the tree. V. So I'd set about, however necessary, to take over the United States. I'd subvert the churches first. I'd begin with a campaign of whispers. With the wisdom of a serpent, I would whisper to you as I whispered to Eve. Do as you please. To the young, I would whisper that the Bible is a myth. I would convince them that man created God instead of the other way around. I would confide that what's bad is good and what's good is square. And the old I would teach to pray after me, our Father, which art in Washington. And then I'd get organized. I'd educate authors in how to make lurid literature exciting so that anything else would appear dull and uninteresting. I'd threaten TV with dirtier movies and vice versa. I'd peddle narcotics to whom I could. I'd sell alcohol to ladies and gentlemen of distinction. I'd tranquilize the rest with pills. If I were the devil, I'd soon have families at war with themselves, churches at war with themselves, and nations at war with themselves until each in its turn was consumed. And with promises of higher ratings, I'd have mesmerizing media fanning the flames. If I were the devil, I would encourage schools to refine young intellects, but neglect to discipline emotions, just let those run wild. Until before you knew it, you'd have to have drug-sniffing dogs and metal detectors at every schoolhouse door. Within a decade, I'd have prisons overflowing, I'd have judges promoting pornography, Soon I could evict God from the courthouse, then from the schoolhouse, and then from the houses of Congress. And in his own churches, I would substitute psychology for religion and deify science. I would lure priests and pastors into misusing boys and girls and church money. If I were the devil, I'd make the symbol of Easter an egg and the symbol of Christmas a bottle. If I were the devil, I'd take from those who have and give to those who wanted until I had killed the incentive of the ambitious what'll you bet I couldn't get whole states to promote gambling as the way to get rich I would caution against extremes in hard work in patriotism in moral conduct mm -hmm. I would convince the young that marriage is old-fashioned mm -hmm. that swinging is more fun oh yeah that what you see on TV is the way to be and thus I could undress you in public Oh, TSA. And I could lure you into bed with diseases for which there is no cure. Mm -hmm. In other words, if I were the devil, I'd just keep right on doing what he's doing. Paul Harvey. Oh, yeah. So the Paul Harvey clip still rings true today. Once again, back in the 60s is when he... Um, he he was actually a personality, and he he wrote a lot of really interesting things. You can tell it's a very um, very um, Christian centric piece, but nonetheless, still rings true, man. I mean, if if he was the devil, he'd just keep on. I mean, that's why I guess everybody thought Obama was the was the uh, was the antichrist. But we all know that he's just a a, a puppet of the corporations. So, and I know, it just sounds so weird to say that, but. I mean, he, he, that's all he is. He, he's just a public and a paid liar. And then people get all upset, like, I can't believe that he lied to me. Holy shit, a politician lied. Oh, my God. What what a shocker. Oh, my God. You know, mark the day on your calendar. A politician lied about something. I think I got these guys pulled up. Hold on a second. 
Yo, Glenn, is that you guys? What's yeah, up? Yeah. What's up? People's Vanguard. What's up, man? Where yeah, what's happening, know? guys? Yeah, just uh, I'm sorry. I was um, I was having fun with technology. How are you guys doing? Good God, what a nightmare, huh? Yeah, I had oh, to yeah. I had to register to um Blog Talk Radio just to they pulled the, they pulled the whole thing up. So uh, yeah. that's our hey hey we got you we got you on man. Um, it's um God what a what an interesting way to start the show. So I played a couple clips. But uh, for the people that don't know, uh, ladies and gentlemen, the People's Vanguard, you guys can go one at a time, introduce yourselves, what you guys stand for, uh, you know, Jonathan, I don't know what you guys like to be called by, so, you know, just tell me what you like to go by, we'll we'll go from there, but, man, we're going to cover the waterfront today, I think Daryl Young's going to be joining us in about 15, 20 minutes, and then we're going to have another one of my friends pop in towards the end of the podcast, but you guys are on for as long as you want, we run the show for two hours, so... I know you guys got a ton to talk about, so um, just one at a time, just give me your, your name and uh, where people can find you, what you guys are trying to promote, um, and then we'll just go from there. Uh, this is your boy, Rag, Resistance Against Genocide, representing Glenn County, Georgia. And this is your boy, um, Young Glenn. You can just call me Glenn. All right. Um, I'm from um, Glenn County, Georgia as well. You know, ironically, the um, the home of the Federal Reserve Act. <laughs> it was created on Jekyll <laughs> Island, Georgia. Yeah. Like 1913. Probably like five, ten miles literally from the city that we was born in. So. Oh, no kidding. So you guys, are those edu- you guys are those educated thought criminals that actually know what happened to our government in 1913, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, good, gosh. So guys, hey, thanks for jumping on board with me. Um, where where can people find some of your um, some of your stuff, like um, some of your some of your music videos? What's the best way for people to find your material before we get into the uh, the political side of things? And like I was I was telling Glenn, I've got one, well, I got probably like fifteen or twenty articles that I wanted to at least touch on and get your guys' take on. And I know you're very informed and very uh, involved. So um, what's uh, what's some good sites for people to find uh, find your music and how you guys are trying to spread the word about uh, about liberty and just uh, uh, just about standing up and and not being a, not being a chump and not being a slave. Yeah, you basically said it right, man. Not being a chump, you know what I'm saying. But mm-hmm. um, you can find our music like uh, all over the place, really, like datpiff.com, uh, Bandcamp. Was it Young Glenn slash uh, Bandcamp, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's Young Glenn dot. Bandcamp.com. You know, we got Chapter 2 is the most recent one we just dropped um, mm-hmm. like a month ago. So um, they can find it there, man. You know what I'm saying? And Chapter cool. 1 is all over the place, to be honest. You can uh, really just Google both of them if you want to. <laughs> so what would be a good what would be a good term for them to Google if people wanted to find out about your stuff? Revolutionary Ways, yeah. Chapter 2. Yeah, <laughs> just Google Revolutionary Ways, Chapter 2. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like probably three, four sites to pop up with the um the links and direct download and stream links. It's okay. a free album. Oh, complete terrorism! Oh man, complete terrorism! Original music too. Like we're not jacking nobody's beats. We're not rocking no instrumentals. It's, it's all original music. music, original hooks, original verses. We write our own so, music. So, yeah. so the stuff that I heard you guys play at Atlanta uh, Music Liberty Fest that was all your own beats and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, everything. God, that was. I mean, I, I'm telling you guys, listen. I don't have people on the show that I don't believe in, and music that I don't believe in. And um, I'll I'll be honest. I I got away from, like the last R&B um album I ever, or I don't even know if this is com- considered R&B or rap or what, but like the last CD that I bought, and that'll just tell you how long ago it's been. 
is uh was do or die. Do you guys remember those guys back in the day? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. yeah. All right, so that's, that problem, tells you yeah. about where I I just completely lost touch because it got into the it got into really hard gangster rap for a while and I started to seeing them selling a, a culture of violence and I kind of got away from it. Exactly. But but that's what um, that's kind of what we wanted to touch on today was the um, well let's talk about that now. I mean, what do you guys think of just the just the rap scene in general today? And you got people coming out talking about, I mean, you've got. Um, Oh, you got all kinds of people coming out and, and talking about the Illuminati's in charge of um, of in charge of music and and all these different things. And I don't know if I subscribe to those conspiracies, but yeah. you know this is the one thing I always know is that rich and powerful people want to do rich and powerful things, mm-hmm. and rich and powerful things means they want to control people and they want to manipulate people and they want to steal from you. And I know that sounds crazy to you know most normal people, but hey. That's the reason they got into the spots that they're in. They don't play sweetie cakes with people. They're trying to rip you off. They're trying to. They would take the shirt off your back if they could. So, what oh, do you yeah, guys right. think? What do you guys think of the uh, of just the music today and what what first, the message is? First of all, I want to clear this fact up. I don't know no nothing about this Illuminati bullshit. I don't want to. I want to just clear that fact up. Mm-hmm. I know about corporations. I know about Bilderberg and stuff like that. Federal Reserve. Mm-hmm. That's what I know mm-hmm. about. Mm-hmm. On the hip hop side, on the hip hop side, that has nothing to do with that. Mm-hmm. To be honest, um, mm-hmm. that's just a bunch of sambos. To us, it's a bunch of sambos clowning around, looking yep. like a bunch of idiots. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? They're not really exposing what the culture really means and the essence of our culture of hip hop. Right. They're not really exposing that. That right. has been long gone. No, they're trying to they're trying to make cash. And you you took it down the road that I take it down all the time, where people start saying, well. This Kesha stuff's Illuminati, and they're showing ancient Greeks, you know, ancient Egyptian symbology in front of everybody, and they're performing rituals. And my whole deal is they're doing that to sell records because they exactly. know that you're gonna, they know that you're gonna get, you're gonna see that video, and you're gonna go, oh my God, that's Illuminati, and you're gonna send it to 15 yeah. other people, yep. and and so it's just, it's a, it's a manipulation game, and I think you guys are on point. So continue. And the, and this is this is Young Glenn right here, and um. Yeah. Just to add on what my um my cousin Rag was saying, the the Illuminati the term has become propagandized in the exactly. music, especially in the entertainment industry, music industry. Like these yep. people, the elite, they have used the term. You know what I'm saying? They 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 took the term and they just made they they want they they put all this propaganda around the celebrities. You know what I'm saying? Yep. They want to make it like you know okay. Focus on these celebrities. Don't focus on That's these it. rich politicians. You know, exactly. don't focus on the real people. You know, don't don't nope. focus on the people who own the labels. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Who's the CEO over there in on uh, Universal and Def Jam? Don't focus on these people. Focus on the rappers. I guess yeah. it's, it's it's a joke. You know what I'm saying? Well, it, it works the same way with uh, politics. It's like the same. They play the same game, and people haven't figured out yeah. the game yet. And I think that's what it is. It's mm-hmm. like when you wake up. It's you don't wake up to the fact that everything that you've you've been sold is a fraud. You wake up to the way that the system presents the fraud. You wake up to the way that the system says, "Here are the people that you need to be concerned with. Don't look at the people over here. Look at these people right here. These are the people that do everything, and these only people you need to worry about." Exactly. Oh yeah. It's all a it's all a mind game, really. That's just how people when people oh, come to senses of it, it's really common sense. I, I think I forgot the term. I think it's called the um the Hegelian dialectic or some something like that. Yeah, probably. Well, that's that's the problem reaction solution where they where they create the well. It's it would kind of work in that same sense. It's like yeah. they create the group 
and they, you know, manifest that the group is evil, and they spread these rumors yeah. about the group being evil, and then, yeah. you know, by the by the people going to it and migrating to it and being sucked into the evil, they create the evil out of it, or they create the desired outcome they, that they want, which is they yeah, want people to tune in, and they want people to buy records. That's my thing, like the desired outcome. Like, they wanted it to, like, ultimate, ultimately be, like, at the end of the day, oh, you... Like they, they just want people to think like, oh, Illuminati, oh, this is Jay Z. You know, you think Jay Z run everything? Oh, you're crazy. You're conspiracy theorists. Oh, you believe in aliens and reptilians? No, they saying? call you extremists and all yeah, that. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's it's a lot of propaganda around a lot of things, and it's important for people to um to seek the the full truth of everything. Mm-hmm. And I think that a lot of it has to do with people just people just being lazy, and and that's mm-hmm. what I believe it is. It's just that. You know, it's so much easier to to call somebody like right before you guys came on. I was talking about fluoride in the water, and mm-hmm. and I know because I actually, oh my God, being the thought criminal I am, I actually went and looked on. This is not very difficult, guys. Just go to your local municipality's you know website. They have a water treatment website, and you can get the studies from last year, and it'll tell you parts per million of fluoride and anything else they're putting in there. And so I went and I was telling people about you know fluoride, and it's. Instead of actually doing the research and listening to somebody and going and double-checking something or at least going to try to prove them wrong, it's much easier to just say, oh, that's a conspiracy theory. Or it's, oh, I, don't, I, don't, I choose not to believe that, meaning that they choose to remain ignorant. And I heard a great quote the other day, and um, it was on um, – do you guys ever watch Rap News? Do you guys ever check that out? No. Is it a website? Oh, I'll send, you, I'll send you guys the link for that. These guys do an excellent job, and they try to basically – they wrap the um, the the latest news of the of the month or whatever, and they put out podcasts. It's called uh, Juice Media is the group that does it. And um, he said that at the very end of his little rap, he says that in the age of the inter- internet, ignorance is no excuse. And I and exactly. I a hundred percent agree with that. <laughs> right, well, yeah, I, too. yeah, exactly. You know, it, it's uh, it yeah. helped me it helped me wake up. You know, to to a lot of things. It helped me. You know, what I'm saying learn about a lot of issues, and I wouldn't be a nice as knowledgeable as I am if it wasn't for the internet. You know, the internet is, is an incredible tool. It can be used for good and be used for evil. You know, it's like... It's oh, like with the NSA, absolutely. I mean, yeah. people have to understand it's a two-way street. So, here, let's yeah. get a uh, let's get a quick... I always like to talk about this to people that, that, are, um, that are awake. Um, you guys go one at a time. What was the moment or series of moments that woke you up? And who do you give credit to waking you up? Because I... I give credit to um, the, um, as I've said before, I give credit to the Zeitgeist movie. That was the original. And then um, I give credit to my friend Tim Carroll. Um, yeah, the NSA knows who you are, Tim. They've seen us talking before. So um, I give credit to him for turning me on to Alex Jones, and then that's where the entire you know, panopticon of, of knowledge came into effect. Not that I believe everything he says, but at least he points you in the right direction and gets you thinking. Yeah, he so where yeah, did you where did you guys up. first start coming around to all this uh, information? Well, I personally it was the Federal Reserves, but it was really Obama, because Obama was the one who really just rag talking. Um, Obama was the one who really got me into politics, really like actually following and looking to what they're saying in their campaigns. Mm-hmm. And when he got elected in the office, you know what I'm saying, like. I wasn't putting my hope in him like he gonna change the whole nation, but I was interested to see if he really was gonna follow what he said he was gonna do, and then turned out to do lot about everything. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that's one thing I do want to get a point across is because a lot of the people who 
Sorry, all right, all right. Sorry, sorry. You got to go back to that point. I um, I slipped and hit a hit a button, and I think I put you on mute. So, what did you? What was the point? Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, nah, what I was saying was a lot of people that so-called Obama supporters, um, the brainwash I like to call them, they um, they basically don't even follow what his agendas and what everything he set out to do and the so-called goals that he has or whatever whatnot that he to talk the power structure tells him to do. They don't even follow that. They just go by what they see him doing on TV, smiling and handshakes and stuff like Crying that. jokes. Yeah, that's all they but, see. And but they me, see it. But they and you guys can admit this because we you were talking about it right before. You can admit that what they've been they have been conditioned to see politicians like they see movie stars. It's not yeah. do I like what they stand for. It's like do I like how they look in a suit? Do I like what they say? It doesn't matter yeah. if what they say is a complete and total lie. It matters mm-hmm. how they how that makes them feel when they see that person. And um that's what that's what I know that we're under mass mind control. So continue. I, I just thought I would make that point. This is a prime example to prove what you just said is true. Like if you if you was to pay attention to Obama address about um Guantanamo Bay and about the drones, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. you can listen to the if you if you seen the entire speech, you would notice that the crowd like during serious moments during the heckler when the heckler started on um, you know what I'm saying? Talking about the drones in Guantanamo Bay and stuff. Like, you can tell, like, when he was talking about some old lady, if you could just let me speak, you know what I'm saying? Just cracking little mm-hmm. jokes and having the whole crowd, you know, just just pretty much dumbing down the whole situation, you know what I'm exactly. saying? If he could just make somebody laugh, people would be like, oh, you know what I'm saying? Instantly get on his side because, oh, he's a nice guy. What are you talking about? That's a crazy person. I don't know what he's talking about. That's the groveling, that's that's the groveling to authority. It's it's the groveling to authority that you see, and you see it everywhere. You don't see it, and and it's you know it's conditioned. You know it's conditioned through the uh, the public school system, and you just got to break with your conditioning and just understand that you know just because somebody wears a uniform or they wear a suit and and they and they have a a title behind their name it doesn't mean that they're any more. That doesn't mean that they're any better than you. It just means that you know they've achieved something, and then all of a sudden we become a culture of of just status it, it all it is is status and materialism that's what america is that's you're either true. you're either very materialistic and you and you have a lot of status or you're a quote unquote nobody and i don't care what you have to say because you're not in you know you're obviously not on e entertainment news so you're obviously not worth listening to and see that's another note that's also happened with hip hop as well mm-hmm. Because, like, with hip-hop now, it's like if you don't have the flashiest rims or the biggest chain or the most females, then mm-hmm. you're not, or the most money, so-called, you're not the best rapper. That's who the best rapper is, the dude that mm-hmm. has the most of everything. Right. The person with the, and, and that's, and really, that's another way of dumbing down hip-hop. That was another way. And it's also blended in with society at the same time. Well, society is kind of demanding the dumbing down. Mm-hmm. Here, I got the, yeah, exactly. I, think I, got Darryl, exactly. I, I think I got Daryl Young on the line. I want to get his take on this. He's a big hip hop fan. Hold on, hold on. Let me pull him up. Daryl, what's going on, brother? Yeah. You, all right. You're on with um. You're on with uh, Young Glenn and um, uh, and and Rags. What's going on, man? Hey, Daryl. What's cracking, dog? What's going on, my G? <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I just got in the the, the conversation about maybe. Five minutes ago, big fan of, of, of the music, man. Mm-hmm. Revolutionary Ways, one, two, classic. If you haven't heard it, 
man, I vouch for these guys, man. Like, shit is real. Like, that's what, that's what I, that's what I said, Daryl. You, like, you and I are cut out of the same cloth. We don't. We don't typically, you know, endorse things that we don't believe in. And if and I, I'm a musician myself, and if I if I thought your music was was crap, then I would I wouldn't tell you to your face. I'd be like, you, you guys might want to train a little bit harder. But you guys do some really great work. But Daryl, what are your thoughts on on what they were talking about the the dumbing down of hip hop and the and basically the materialism that hip hop has now become? It's not become who can who can write the best lyrics. It's not about who who's got the best flow. It's about who's got the most bitches and gold chains. Yeah, it's about brainwashing the people. That's how they control exactly. them. Dumb them down. You're absolutely right, man. It is what it is. So, so it is what it is. Let's let's go around the horn here, uh, Glenn. What do you, what do you think the essence of hip hop is, or what it used to be, and what it is to you? What is hip hop to you? Hip hop is, you know, what I'm saying, it's the ability to um to connect with the people, to connect with the streets, to connect with the culture. You know, and that's something that you don't hear right now, you know. And people, if you notice music back in the day, it was way more, you know what I'm saying, conscious and made way more political back in the day. Right. Mm-hmm. And now they bubblegummed it down because they don't, they want to get away from the true essence of hip-hop. And, mm-hmm. yeah, that's what that's what I really believe that hip-hop is all about. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a culture, you know what I'm saying, it's, it's a lifestyle. And it's something that that's people very much, very many people don't understand today because well, what you hear on the radio today is not hip hop. You know what I'm saying? It's, uh-uh. it's brainwashing, mindless rap. That's what it yep. is. <laughs> it's not. How about you, Rag? How about you, Rag? What do you think, man? Man, to me, like, 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 the, going with my cousin said, hip hop. We got a lot of people got to remember. We have five elements of hip hop. We have five true elements of hip hop. Which was b-boying, emceeing, um, DJing, breakdancing. You know what I'm saying? Um, and a lot of people forgot about where it really comes from—the culture and the essence of it, and the political, and the political education of it as well. See, mm-hmm. hip hop was also originally what a lot of people don't understand is it expresses truth. It expresses what's going on in society, right. what's going on mm-hmm. in the world around you. And a lot of people like we seem to get away from that, man. Like within the what the past ten years, I want to say, we mm-hmm. strayed away from that. You know what I'm saying? So it's like basically a lot of the old artists who had substance in their music. I want to say substance. Right. Uh, we don't have substance in hip hop today. It's not balanced. You know what I'm saying? Like I mean, I'm not all for that stupid. And you can shit. and you can blame Payola because <laughs> they they beat this shit in their fucking ears. They beat this shit in the people's ears. Because, like, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's big business. It's like anything else. Oh, yeah. All about they, the corporations found out that they can make huge amounts of money. And, um, exactly. you know, before, before we get into that portion of it, Daryl, what, what, what do you believe hip-hop is, man? What, what is hip-hop to you? When I hear hip-hop, I hear KRS-One, Dead Press, yeah. Akim Allah, mm-hmm. uh, stuff like that. Like, you know, I said, B-Boy, B-Boy, like the 80s, man. Like, that's hip-hop, man. <laughs> Like this, there, there was there was definitely a transition from hip hop to rap to pop to whatever yeah. this is. To, I mean, to shit. Like Soldier Boy. I'm playing people like yeah. Franchise yeah, Boy. Like, That's when it really got spoiled. And then Soldier Boy did a little spin move, and then you. And it's the, oh the whole god! Thing. Like, it was crazy. So you think that was the you think that was the turning point for hip hop? Uh, was was like Soldier Boy and all those, and though do you if you couldn't tell that like. And it started – I think that it started – and this is where I started losing, like, luster in it, and this will tell you how far back I think it goes. 
I think it started with like crisscross and bands like that where they started coming out and it's like, holy crap, we could get a, we could get a brand going, and and these these idiots will follow these guys that are just wearing like backwards clothes and and they're little kids and 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 their songs don't make any sense, but you know the people are buying it because the beat's really good. So let's just stick with the beat and and take the whole and flow it, it out. Makes of you it. you want to dance? Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's all they want. They just want they want to hollow. Yep. Makes you happy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I whatever, agree, man. I could agree with you on that. I could agree with you on that. It doesn't make you think it's catchy. You don't mm-hmm. have to use yeah. your brain. Exactly. And, and you know what? It catches everybody. I mean, it catches me, and I don't even listen to that shit sometimes. But I'll be sitting there listening to, uh, you know, just you know, just flipping through the channels or something, and you'll catch, you'll catch like a nice beat. And my friend Robert and I talked about this on my podcast before when I was talking about the um, the art of manipulation and if you guys have not checked out that podcast, it's probably the best one I've did. Podcast number five, The Art of Manipulation, How You Are Manipulated on a Day-to-Day Basis. And I was a marketing major in college, so don't tell me I don't know my stuff because I do. Uh-huh. And um, and one of the things is um, <clears throat> when they play beats, if they target the beats within anything above like 70 – it's like 78 beats per minute up to 120. That's typically the rate of human heartbeat. And what they like to do is they like to get it somewhere in that nice little even range, somewhere around like 98 beats per minute, maybe a little bit higher than that, depending on what kind of music they're trying to push. And the reason that you tap your foot and the reason that you become engaged is because your molecular structure and your frequency that you generate yourself as a human can relate to the frequency that's being put off by those radio waves. And so it's like almost a mesh. It's almost a mesh, so you can't help but tap your foot. You can't help but do this. You can't help but dance. You can't help but jump around. It's like, you know, it's one of those things that if I got in my car and I played Metallica or Marilyn Manson, I'm going to end up driving 80, and I don't even know I'm driving 80 just because it's pumping you up. It's because it's Mm -hmm. that kind of tempo. And you guys know that because if you're in if you're in rap, you know all about tempo and everything. So, don't use what I just told you to manipulate the masses. Just keep making good music, guys. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, uh, we, we, we use it to spread a message. Exactly. You know I want you, you, it's, it's cool. You can dance. You can vibe to it. But yeah. I want you to get a you know what I'm saying. I want you to learn. Learn. You, after you play about ten times, I want you to get something from it. You know. That's what help you, you learn something from. It. That's what you, you wanted to. Wait, you guys want people to to learn? Hold on one second. Let us never tolerate outrageous conspiracy theories. See, in America, learning is a conspiracy theory. Exactly. You guys have got – I mean, you've got to figure this stuff out. If you know something that your neighbor doesn't know, you're a conspiracy theorist. It's not that you're informed because that would admit that, would admit that they don't know something. That means that you're you're just a conspiracy theorist because you believe <laughs> things that they don't believe. So you know, let's transition away from um, from that. That's a that's a good little dialogue, guys. I appreciate you know going down there. But let's talk about some of the political um, political things going on today. Um, what is um, I've got a clip here from um, I want to talk about the NSA first because I mean that'll open Pandora's box and we can kind of go any way we want with that. But uh, here is a clip, and um, Daryl, I heard this on uh, on your podcast today, so I appreciate you giving me the idea to go find this clip. But here is a clip of um of uh John Boehner or what Boner or whatever the hell this dude's name is, the uh the House supposed Republican talking about what he thinks of the um the NSA whistleblower uh, and um what he thinks that we should do with him. So here's the clip and I'll uh, I'll get your all everybody's thoughts on the backside. He's a traitor. Uh, the president outlined last week that these are important national security programs to help keep Americans safe. And give us tools 
uh, to fight the terrorist threat uh, that we face. The disclosure of this information uh, puts Americans at risk. Uh, it shows uh, uh, our adversaries what our capabilities are, and uh, it's a giant violation of the law. As you giant point out, the violation. president said these programs are effective, they're fully constitutional, fully approved by Congress and limited. Do you agree with all that? Uh, I do. Uh, I've been briefed on all of these programs. There's no American who's going to be snooped on in any way uh, unless they're in contact uh, with some terrorists somewhere around the world. So even though all of... Alright, I had to cut it off. <laughs> I mean, I'm sitting there laughing throughout the entire thing because it, 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 the irony is just is about six miles deep. I mean, we fund the freaking terrorists. We're funding people to overthrow regimes. And why yeah. can't everybody in Congress be arrested because they're affiliated <laughs> with funding wars with terrorists? Why can't why can't everybody in the Senate be arrested and everybody in the everybody that votes to fund Al Qaeda should be arrested in Syria yeah. should be arrested under the NDAA? But you know what? The law never applies to them; it only applies to us. So um, let's go around the horde. Rag, what's what's your thought on on what uh, you heard Mr. Boehner just say that the NSA is doing it for your own good? It's for your own good. Man, first off, first off, he's full of shit. Second off, I watched the um, I actually watched um, Obama, <laughs> I watched um Obama's speech about it earlier when he's talk about they're not spying on you, and I'm like, really? Do I look that stupid to believe you? And he's like, he's like, oh, look at nigga, like, 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 you've been listening to me, like, it's okay because I'm saying it's okay, like, it's okay. <laughs> like, like, really, like, I'm supposed to really just believe that. You know what I'm saying? And um, listen, he's not gonna sign. He's not gonna sign the NDAA, Rag. He's not gonna do it. He told me that he wasn't. <laughs> yeah, he told me the same thing. I oh, mean, look how we both looking. I mean, that's crazy, man. Because uh, he said the same thing. Because like, look at it though. From these dynamics, Obama is gonna do what he's told to do. He's a puppet. He's gonna do what he's told to do. Yeah. But for him. So he has to make it look good and just say we're not spying on you. We really are, even though well, I'm telling you this at the same moment we're spying on you. At the same moment, exactly, I'm telling you that we're not spying on you. So it's a big contradiction. It's big. It's real hypocritical. He's you know con- what I'm saying? He's a contradiction because he said that when he was campaigning, he he openly admitted that the government spied on the people. Exactly. The Patriot Act. And that's why he wanted to so-called appeal the Patriot Act and all that stuff because he. Yeah, because he, he recognized that, but now he's saying that oh, we, we unless you're unless you're associated with terrorists, you're not being spied on. Like oh. get the fuck real. So yeah. what's the, the Patriot Act? The Patriot Act has not been repealed. So um, and the NDAA um, it's for Ameri- it affects American citizens. So mm-hmm. I don't I don't I don't see what this man is talking about. Exactly. And not only that, yeah, just like Cuz said, I mean the NDAA is in effect. He's put more GMO in our food. Um, and also, the dude is committing drone strikes all over the place in the Middle East and does not even care. He's still siding with Israel. He said he's going to close Guantanamo Bay. It's still not happening. And why do I'm going to keep believing him? He's lied about because, him. Because, dude. Him <laughs> no, no, no. Because he's he's going, to, he's going to come onto your phone and give you alerts. He's going to have Obama alerts. Now, Daryl, here I want to get to that. I want to get to that article here in a second. Hey, you can't but, forget the Obama phone. The Obama phone. Oh, Everybody dude, that got the maybe, Obama maybe phone. they're gonna give out <laughs> Obama iPhones, and then you can get Obama alerts, <laughs> and they're gonna have like Obama like phone covers and stuff like that. 
Oh, this man, is this man. is beautiful. It is funny, man. It's funny to me. I'm sorry. Oh, I it's, 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 it's funny. funny to everybody that knows what's going on, man. <laughs> exactly. But if anybody that's just and anybody that just tuned into the show is completely lost right now. Hey, Daryl, what are your thoughts on uh on that um on that little clip right there of, of Boehner saying that that this guy uh, needs to be arrested for for telling us what we all knew, but like um you know he he's a he and um, Bradley Manning are both you know they're both war criminals, not. You know, not George Bush, not Obama, not Dick Cheney. These guys are the criminals. Yeah, what you should have heard is, I guess, the sequel of everybody in the past administration talking about him from Cheney to to Bush to Obama. Whenever Democrats and Republicans agree on something, something is wrong. Look out. Exactly. Look out. Um, <laughs> they, they, something, something got passed today. It was something recently. It just came out. It was something crazy. I'm like, look, look, they fucking with us. No, Daryl. You know what they call it? it it's such legal ease stuff now. It's like it's a bipartisan resolution. It's like oh, oh, so each, so I guess each political party grabs um one side of your waist and then they they rape you that way. That's how they do exactly. it. Just each of them grab one side, one hip, and the other guy grabs the other hip. They drop your pants and then it's all over. Welcome to government. Yeah. They just recently for the, passed the, a, for the an really abortion ban bill. It's crazy. So, all right. So here's a here's a good uh, here's a good article, real here, quick here, and then I'll it's a really quick one, and I'll let you guys comment on this. Seeing as though we're talking about Obama and phones, AT and T iPhone users will be forced to receive Obama alerts, which can't be turned off. Are you an AT and T customer who owns an iPhone S, iPhone 4S, or an iPhone 5? Using OS 6.1 or higher? Well, the company began rolling out a software update that includes wireless emergency alerts, one even dealing with Obama known as presidential alerts. This is like the Fuhrer. I mean, what the hell kind of planet am I on? Is this America? But there is a catch. Oh, thank God there's a catch. On June 14th, the AT&T Consumer Blog announced the following. These are government-issued safety messages, which include Ambler alerts and emergency alerts, such as man-made or natural disasters, and presidential alerts. So I guess if the president's going to go take a crap, we're going to get an alert about it, or he's going to get on Air Force One, or if he's going, or if he's going to take a um a, a complete a um a aircraft carrier over to London for the G8, we're going to hear about that too. Alert: Obama's aircraft carrier is now moving over to London. All right, so I continue. Bet you won't the, get an alert on martial law. <laughs> oh no, dude, no, that's gonna that's be that's gonna call. They're gonna have some kind of really fun name for it. If you uh, see how Orwellian our state is, they'll probably call it like the National Fair. Come get your yeah. invite to the National Fair. You know, everybody meet here and take the FEMA buses to the National Fair. Come anyway. in our FEMA tents. We're trying to protect you. Exactly. <laughs> Bring us to FEMA. <laughs> okay, so the article continues and says wireless emergency alerts are part of the FCC's CMAS program that are mandated by law. Oh, they are mandated. So uh, you may turn off the alerts with the exception of the presidential alerts if you choose. Go to settings, notify, and then turn off, turn on, and it goes on and on and on. So, hey, this is going to be great, guys. Not only do we get to have um, Obama get up there and tell us that he's not spying on us, but he will actually send you a text message with probably a big smile and a big thumbs up and say, still not spying, still not doing it. <laughs> what are your takes on this? Uh, I'll go to um, I'll go to Glenn first, and then I'll go to Rag, and then I'll go to Daryl. <laughs> 
I mean, so what's, what's your thought, man? I mean, if I recall, you said, you said it was AT&T, right? Oh, it's going to be everybody. This has been mandated in the telecommunications act. <clears throat> well, yeah, I mean, the, well, the NSA controls that, so it, it it goes hand in hand with what's going on right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, <laughs> these people, I mean, it, it's, just, it's just some more mindless propaganda. I mean, these people, mm-hmm. they worship Obama. They, it's, they, he's a celebrity, the presidential... You know what I'm saying? It's the presidential reality show. It's the presidential reality show. Yeah, it's just a... Yeah, exactly. Because he's just a celebrity now. He just All he got to do is tell jokes and laugh and send little... Take your and take He'll probably send jokes. And in the text messages, he'll probably send jokes to the people, too, or have little... Send little picture messages with his kids and stuff like, oh, look... look Picture of him kissing babies. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Send some... There's some pictures of the fucking, you know what I'm saying, people in Pakistan and people in Yemen. Gaza. Yeah, and people in Libya, Libya Syria, Syria. That, you know what I'm saying, that you supported, that your drones hit and weapons that you, that the USA funded and that you gave over to those people to kill those people. Oh, no. See, that's a conspiracy theory. Our government would never kill anybody just to get oil or natural resources. That is a complete and total conspiracy. All right, so um, so Rag, what do you think, man? Um, personally, he's just gonna text just, you and tell you he still loves you, man. That's all it is. It's just a government hug. It's just another way for the government to hug you. Yeah, the government hug also comes with spikes in the motherfucker, also, don't it? <laughs> <laughs> like I said, they're gonna they're gonna give you a hug and then stab you in the back with a knife. Like, exactly, man. <laughs> I, I, I want I want to say this. This is what I'm gonna say. Mm-hmm. Like it's 2013. We are in the digital age now. It's all type of ways to get information. You don't only have to just read books now. Even though we still do that, though we still like to read books. But you, it's the digital crime. age now. You, you can get, you know what I'm saying, information all over the place. You can Google information, man. If you believe what this man is saying now, you was stupid. You was an idiot. You really is dumbfounded if you really believe what he's telling you. That's what I gotta say on that note. If you really okay. believe all that, you you need to you might as well just put the pistol to your head and just do yourself. <laughs> do us all a, do us all a favor. The rest of us ain't gonna be with you on that. The resistance uh, ain't right. Vanguard's not with you on that note. Daryl, <laughs> <laughs> Daryl, what do you what do you think, man? He's gonna he's probably gonna what he's gonna do, Daryl. Is he's gonna shut off your Verizon internet again, and then he's gonna send you an alert and wave to you. Yeah, nigga can't tell me you're not spying on me, nigga. They told me I'm a level six. Highest yeah, what does that mean? I heard that on the podcast I, today. Hey, I what? What kind of? We gotta get like a. Uh, we need to <laughs> you get gotta like get a, a, level a rating now? system. <laughs> yeah, all right, so Daryl, for the they, people, for the they, all right, yeah, we gotta, we gotta. Okay, right. Hold on a second. Hold on, we got too many people talking. Daryl, you gotta give the people at home a um, a, just a brief recap on on what happened to you, and then the level six because Adam was on the phone for like what, like four hours. Chatting with these people, and then they're like, "Well, you're at a level six. It sounds like the like the um, like the old um, terrorist uh, terrorist warning lists or whatever, where it's like, we're at aqua right now, but we could move to amber a little bit later. It's like, what the hell do these colors mean? What are we like five? So, Daryl, go ahead and tell the people what what happened to you and and what happened in that conversation. And congratulations on being a level six. I wonder if I'm like a level three or something. I don't know where I'm at. Well, I guess the the issue is we kept downloading something that was illegal, some shit like that, since 
Sons of Anarchy, the the the, the TV series, some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Kept down downloading the same episode repeatedly over and over and over and over. Um, but yeah, making a long story short, um, mm-hmm. they shut out internet. Was we were level six. We were shut down because uh, somebody has been using our internet. So they said. Um, let me see. I, I didn't really get the full details because it was Adam on, on the phone for like four hours straight, and they kept passing them off to somebody else, and he had to, have, had to keep giving out the story again to each representative that he spoke with, um, but mm-hmm. we really didn't get anywhere. They kept telling us our internet has been shut off by a third party, some shit that we oh. got information on. Yeah. Oh, That's what gets us. That's what gets us. Like, come on. And it's just a coincidence that Verizon comes out and confirms that, you know, they're just leaking shit to the government. Like, come on, dude. Like, come on. No, don't do that. That's such a coincidence. Like, Listen, you've been spying on us from the motherfucking surveillance cameras to the spy drones. Now you're just, look, it's already legal to them for them to just, you know, you know, watch our, our IP address without a warrant. Like, it's mm-hmm. disgusting. And the fucking Verizon building, uh, there's a Verizon fucking store in the fucking, uh, give me a second, I had this shit earlier. I got to give it the exact name of the building I was in um, when I was in D.C. the other day. Mm-hmm. It's a Verizon store that has no phones for sale, no accessories, and I, I don't get what's the point of having this building in this government building. Like, oh, it's disgusting. I apologize yeah. for not having this information in front of me, but I have never been here before, so uh, let me give you the name of this building. It's a building, one of the four buildings where the state representatives uh, I guess do their office work and hang out and have lunch off the taxpayers is disgusting. Hmm. You know what? Here we go. Let us never tolerate outrageous conspiracy theories. Long Wharf House Building. Like, there's a well, one more time. One more time. Book. You know, um, yes. the Lord and Savior George yeah. Bush was Long talking Wharf over you. Long Wharf House Building. Long W O R T H one word House Building. Like, is this a suspect store? Hmm. Longhouse. Yes. They probably got all your photos in there for sale. Is what they do. Dude, well, it's dude. Uh, fucking Secret Service hopped out of a vehicle and took Adam Pitcher and drove off. Like, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I heard about that. Like, they didn't arrest him. It's just like, up oh, there he is. Here you go. <laughs> See ya. I like Adam. He's awesome. Yeah, they don't. They don't. They don't like revolutionaries, man. They, they don't. They, they, they like the reformers. They want you to keep buying in their system and voting every four years. They don't. They don't like the revolutionaries, man. Are you telling me that they don't like a bunch of thought criminals like us? Hey, oh no, wait, wait, mean, all right. Since since we're on since we're on the subject, let's go back to the subject of the brainwash message, guys. And I have to go back there because I just noticed these clips. Did anybody did anybody happen to see any of the clips from the Miss USA pageant? No, it did not uh, catch that okay. at all. This is gonna be Dude, so much fun if you guys. Like oh come on, come on, come on! Hey, <laughs> hey! I don't do any stereotypes yeah, yeah. on my show, even though I am the token <laughs> white guy on my show today. How about that? I mean, I keep, I keep, I keep track of world news, but yeah, I, I, I all right. I so you know, no, you guys are gonna love this because if you're if you're informed, you're gonna be like, this is all right. First, we're gonna give you the setup question. And then we're going to tell you what to say because this is what the propaganda says we need to say. So here is Miss Alabama first talking about the NSA spying, and then I'll let everybody weigh in. And we're going to go to – we'll go to Daryl first, and then we'll go to and then we'll go to Rag, and then we'll go down to Glenn. Thank you, Wendy Malik. Your question, please, for Alabama. Government tracking and phone records has been in the news lately. 
Is this an invasion of privacy or necessary to keep our country safe? Why or why not? I think the society that we live in today, it's sad that if we go to the movies or to the airport or even to the mall that we have to worry about our safety. So I would rather someone track my telephone messages and feel safe wherever I go than feel like they're um, encroaching on my privacy. Thank you. Okay, one second, one second, everybody. One second. All I got to do is this is my response. That's my response to that. Okay, so Daryl Young, what do you think? I mean, that was obviously not a propagandized response, especially since there have been mass shootings at malls and at um, and at movie theaters, and we've had terrorist attack at the airports. I'm sure she thought of those all by herself. Like, oh my god, if I get kidnapped, they're gonna come and get me because they know where my phone is at. They just listen to my every conversation. Like, oh my god, I just love the government. They're my friends. Like, oh, come on. Such <laughs> propaganda. Such propaganda. Well, no, all right, <laughs> all right, Rag, you're up, man. You're up. What's your take on it? I mean, I got three. I got three more. So don't burn yourself out. I got three more. Oh, oh lord. <laughs> First of all, first of all, did you hear the crowd after that? That's what. Oh yeah, that's why times. I played the USA chant, man. That's why I played and the USA people, USA. All those people that's in the crowd, they all work for that same, the whole thing. They all getting paid. They're all sitting in that stand getting paid. They're oh, not they're just the crowd. Actually, nah, nah, fuck that. Fuck I, I think they're that stupid. They're that, <laughs> you think they're that stupid? They're that stupid. Yeah. Nah, nah, they're that stupid. <laughs> hey, but the only thing I gotta say is. The only thing I gotta say about this is the government makes the sun come up. The government makes the grass grow. <laughs> All right. All right. So here we go. Here's uh, here's Miss uh, Miss Utah. This is actually the one that was on. Uh, that's been like all over YouTube, and this is just this is priceless. Okay. So um, everybody, brace yourself, Rag. I'll go to you first, so you can get the you can get the first chirp chirp in on this one. So here we go. A recent report shows that in 40% of American families with children, women are the primary earners, yet they continue to earn less than men. What does this say about society? I think we can relate this back to education and how we are continuing to try to strive to formulate benefits, figure out how to create jobs right now. That is the biggest problem, and I think especially the men are um, seen as the leaders of this, and so we need to try to figure out how to create education better so that we can solve this problem. Thank you. Thank you, Utah. Thank you, sweetheart. Oh, my God. Dude. Obviously, obviously oh. that is. See, she can run for president because all she does is talk about we need to make more jobs. All right, Rag, it's I swear, right. I heard Hillary and Obama when she was speaking. Oh, oh my God. Hey, um. <laughs> you can't even Man. think. You can't even think. That was so Man. dumb. You can't even think about how dumb that was. First of all, is bitch, that's your only goals you want, bitch. And second of all, what education are you talking about? The brainwash education we got now? <laughs> we need and more of that. Of, we need to be better we need to be better slaves for the for the government. 
We, man, I'm too busy laughing. Pass yo, it over, yo, man. Yo, I'm we, too busy. Hey, <laughs> well, we need more education, but um, I don't know what the education Ooh. she's talking about. Exactly. You know? She's trying to. Yeah. She's still trying to formulate a sentence. All right. Yeah, I mean, she's, she's had like, plus uh, uh, education. She, um, she sounds like she um, needs education. Um, I think bad. on the Fox News, I think they said they, <laughs> that we need more jobs. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, they say we need more no, jobs. No, I'm telling you. I'm say this. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you. They give these people, like, flashcards and, like, here's what you say. We're going to say this. Here's your talking point. Say education and jobs. We need to do better in education, and we need to create more jobs. That's all you got to say. And she couldn't even – she fucked that up. I mean, come on. You got, All you got to do is go out there and say – Look, we're we're 25th in education all over the world. We're 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 dropping rapidly. All we got to do is yeah, get wow. better education, right. and then and then we have to somehow create more jobs. But she couldn't do it. She's had plenty of fluoride, by the way. You can tell her teeth are white as as just the the, the driven snow. So here is my um, here's my last clip from um, from Mrs. Connecticut, and this was um, this is the coup de gras, and this is why I put it last. So. Um, there will be another USA USA chant after this. So um, after this is over, enjoy everybody. These are the people that our children look up to. Judge number seven, Mo Rocca, your question, please. Miss Connecticut, the Supreme Court ruled that criminal suspects can be subjected to a police DNA test after arrest. Do you agree or disagree with this, and why or why not? I would agree with this. I think that if somebody's being prosecuted and has committed a crime that's that severe, that they should have a DNA test. I think there are so many crimes going on in this world that if that's one step closer to figuring out who has done it, I think we should absolutely do so. Thank you. You dumb bitch. You missed the key term in that whole question, and it was suspect. You're not a freaking criminal until you're guilty. But in the state of America, if you're a suspect, you got to give DNA. Whoa, you're a suspect, so let's no, just see that DNA. No, is guilty till proven innocent. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Daryl. Daryl, didn't didn't they tell Adam that they wanted to hit? We're gonna, um, Mr. Kokesh, we're gonna we're gonna need your DNA for this arrest. And he's like, no, my DNA is just fine. So, Daryl, what are your thoughts, man? Hey, if if you're a suspect, if you're a suspect, I mean, that's cool to give somebody, you know, DNA. I mean, I got nothing to hide. Yeah, you might as well just have them put a chip in you. <laughs> oh, that's, dude, that'll be the next. Hey, wait till next year. Wait till next year, Miss <laughs> USA 2014. Everybody gets a chip. It's the trendy thing. And they're gonna, they're gonna cheer. They're gonna YouTube. cheer. They're gonna say, yeah. Yeah, give it to me. Unbelievable. All right, Raddick, what's up, man? What, what do you got? What do you got with that? I mean, come on. Just go give your DNA. Why don't we just all go give our DNA to the government, and then everybody be safe? Man, this is just nuts, man. That's just what I'm going to say. This propaganda shit is just nuts. I mean, you might as well, just like Daryl said, you might as well go ahead and get that RFID chip. Just mm-hmm. go ahead and just say, stick it in me, inject it with me, and just follow me everywhere I go. You know, because people are that stupid now. They're that gullible. You know what I'm saying? If you're going to let the government just... I mean, I like think, fish, I mean, should, I think like, um, okay. totally, like, if, um, if Al-Qaeda is running around everywhere, everybody should get an RFID chip in them. 
Please, I mean, it will save us all. It will save us all. If we get kidnapped, they can come and find us. Oh, my God. Oh, God, that's great. Who else is going to save the day? Who else is going to save the day? Duh, you, you stupid ass. Oh, man. That's what I've got to say. How did this podcast go? I, I, should never, I should never have brought this up. I should never have brought this up. This is so damaging. Um, hold on a second. It is... Black um, people hate Obama. Oh, <laughs> I mean, you know, oh, God. Hey, we got to... Um, I gotta find a way to put a hard break in here. All right, I'm gonna put a hard break in right now, guys. But um, uh, we'll be back in one minute. Actually, we're not going anywhere. I just had to put that. Uh, I had to put that disclaimer in there when I cut up this audio from my two feeds. So, moving right along. Um, God, why can't we just have stuff like that happen every day? I could run a podcast for four hours every day if stuff like that would happen. I mean, if just if we had a Miss USA pageant every day and just had you know brainwashed fluoride heads walk out on stage and say, <laughs> "What do you what do you think about this?" Well, I think the government loves me, and and I will definitely go to the FEMA camps. And yes, go take all the Southerners' guns because we all know that they're rednecks, and that's all they want to do is is hunt and, and rape people. That's all they do is just hunt and rape. Anyway, sorry guys, I don't know why I got on that big tangent right there, but that was a lot of fun. As we talk about the sheep and move forward, um, here is a nice little article that we can all talk about because I'm sure that we've never heard of any of these people. Goldman Sachs made $400 million <laughs> betting on food prices in 2012 while hundreds of millions of people starved. Well, good for the global crime syndicate. They're making their profits and they're getting their, you know, their trust funds all nestled up and keeping all the money away from the people. Great job, guys. Keep it up. All right, so this is from the economic collapse, and I'm just going to read the first portion of it. But if you guys want all of the articles that I'm talking about here, I will do the live feed on uh, We Are Not Cattle TV on YouTube, so you will be able to go there. And then at the end of that show page, what I'm going to do from now on is start putting my works cited. Since I am married to an English teacher, uh, I will do my works cited properly, and I will put hyperlinks in there for you guys to find all these articles. And then once I get it posted on the YouTube channel, you can find it at wearenotcattle.net, and I will put the supporting show articles uh, hyperlinks inside the the video of the post. That was very describing. And uh, follow me on Twitter, We Are Not Cattle, the number one. If you believe in liberty, freedom, and not being a bunch of brainwashed fluoride heads that want uh, limited government and would like to at least try to start going back toward the Constitution so we can get at least some semblance of you know law and order in this place, then uh, follow us, man. Let's do this all together. And I think that was um, that's one thing I wanted to come back to you a little bit later, Glenn. I wanted to come back to what you said to me on Facebook today. Because you and I and Daryl, we're all cut out of the same mold, and I think that we all need to talk about this in a. Uh, oh, uh, yeah. That'll be like the serious. That'll be like the serious portion of the podcast. But we're all going to yeah. go with uh, comedy for right now because it's just way too much fun. And if not, I'm going to get uh, really depressed thinking about how nasty the world is right now. But it says, <laughs> "Why does it seem like whenever there is human suffering, some giant bank is making money off of it? Gee, because mm-hmm. that's the way." Global crime syndicate set it up, you idiots. According to the New World Report from the World <laughs> Development Movement, Goldman Sachs made about $400 million betting on food prices last year. 
which, by the way, was covered in a couple of different news organizations. InfoWars covered it. I covered it on one of my podcasts saying that, hey, they might be manipulating the weather out there to postpone or prolong the drought so that Goldman Sachs can make even more money betting against food subsidies. And look at what they did. But see, I would be a conspiracy theorist to even know that they have weather modification tactics that they've been using since the 50s. That they, thank you. Oh my God, another thought criminal on the line. Harp. So that makes me a conspiracy theorist to think a bunch of really rich assholes would try to manipulate the weather and try to make a buck. Wow, that just that would never ever happen. So um, sorry for the profane ridden podcast, but um, I think that we're just going to have to go adult on everybody. So we're all adults here, and if you have children listening, you probably stopped at minute two. Okay, continuing with the article. Overall, in 2012, it was quite a better year for Goldman Sachs. As I reported in a previous article, revenues of a Goldman Sachs increased by about 30% in 2012. Meanwhile, we have 24,000 people a day dying of starvation. Isn't that nice? And the price of the Goldman Sachs, Goldman Sachs stock has risen by more than 40% over the last 12 months. So I won't go into all the semantics and everything. That's a good enough setup. You and I and everybody that's in the liberty movement or is at least informed – Knows what's going on here. So, um, so Glenn, I'll go to you first, man. What do you think about uh, <coughs> Goldman Sachs using, once again, exploiting uh, humanity in order to gain profit and um, and to further pad their pockets? I mean, what I mean that that's what they that's what Goldman Sachs was made for. I mean, what what else do you expect? I mean, these people exploit people all the fucking time. They they have people that work that was former like CEO and head of staff of um of um, Goldman Sachs that was actually in the White House right now. I mean it's, oh, it's are you telling me are you telling me that every financial minister and every minister of um the Federal Reserve, every chairman of the Federal Reserve has been a Goldman Sachs member? That can't be true. Actually, uh, you got a real, you got a good point. That is, <laughs> I mean, you, you think about it, you know what I'm saying? They get people, they get the Federal Reserve get people from Wall Street, and it happens like that almost every time. I mean, oh. as far as I know from my research, I mean, I people, the people who in the Fed have previous Wall Street experience, you know, it's, it's a big game, you know what I mean? It, <laughs> Goldman Sachs, Goldman Sachs is, you know what I'm saying? It is. It, the Federal Reserve, the IMF, they're they're all just rapists, you know what I'm saying? Their only purpose is to rape the, the land, the populace, you know what I'm saying? No, you uh, know you know, there's been whistleblowers that just wrote, you know, two or three books like <clears throat> like John Perkins that wrote Confessions of an Economic Hitman where he talked about how he went over and, and did deals for the IMF and the World Bank in order to to absolutely, you know, boondoggle nations and to and sell them huge government contracts, but and then um, it's funny because now you're seeing a um, – now you're seeing there's a portion of the World Bank and the IMF that are actually pushing back. And um, one, of the, um, one of the people that's pushing back, I'm trying to get her on my podcast. She was on, um, she was on um, Alex Jones' show about two weeks ago talking about how they've been writing letters to Congress saying, look – you know, we've been trying to stop this, but you've got a bunch of guys, and they said that they did the uh, they did the math, and this tells you the quote unquote conspiracy theorists were correct. You know, people that actually can read and understand history and know that bad people are going to do bad stuff and going to try to take over. It just happens, you know, every time it's human nature for for certain psychopaths. 
that mm-hmm. she said that through their subgroups and their major corporations and their subcommittees, that there was a small group of people that controlled about 40% of the world's wealth. Mm-hmm. 40% of the world's wealth. So, Daryl, what do you think, man? Goldman Sachs making money on the starving children. Isn't that just – that's America. Yeah. That's America. Yeah, they, they know exactly what to, to invest in. <clears throat> Buy the food and take it away from the children. They make them yeah. travel at their feet. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't and, like a crowd. <laughs> and and I can't remember. Is it? Um, I think J.P. Morgan is the one that just had the big agreement mm-hmm. with uh, McDonald's that came out a couple of a uh, couple of days ago, saying that all the processing that McDonald's does through all of their payments and and credits and all that stuff will all go through um, J.P. Morgan Chase. So I guess instead of getting paychecks now, people will get these cards. I saw this stuff coming uh, about three or four years ago that instead of getting a paycheck, a physical paycheck, you're going to get a um, a reloadable debit card. And yep. that what they're going to do is they're going to give these McDonald's employees the debit card, and every time you view your balance, it's like $0.75. Cents. Every time you make a withdrawal, it's like $5. And it doesn't matter where you go, if it's a J.P. Morgan bank or not. They're going to make their nickel and dime money, and then they funnel all – could you imagine how much money is going into that organization through McDonald's? How much How much money McDonald's funnels through that organization that to pay GMO? their employees? Huh? Eat that GMO. <laughs> oh, man. GMO is good for you. It hadn't done – listen, they've never had a study that has proven that GMO is bad for you. Even though they won't let them do studies after 90 days, it's perfectly fine, I promise. That was complete sarcasm. Oh, Everybody knows that they're terrible for it. The people need to research the exactly. independent studies, not the, the, the corporate mainstream. No, but the government tells me it's fine. The FDA tells me it's fine. I mean, no, obviously, the they're the food the and drug FDA administration. FDA and Monsanto is hand-to-hand. I mean, oh. is it, is it oh. the guy that's head of FDA was the head of Monsanto, if I'm correct? I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Let us never tolerate outrageous conspiracy theories. Cannot keep coming on this podcast and bringing knowledge. You you got to stop. You got to stop with the knowledge. I mean, we we just need to understand that that you know government is God, and that we need to you know have our you know testicles groped at every airport because that's freedom. And um, yeah, just just do what they say. I mean, obviously Obama's up there smiling. Everything's fine. See, that's what they want us to do. That's what they want us to do. They want us to smile. They want us to believe that we can just. Follow them and everything will be out. They want us to be dependent on them. Yeah, that's oh, what it is. They want us to be dependent on them. <laughs> they want the government wants you to be free, and they don't want you to pay any taxes. They want no. They want you to be dependent. Why? Why? What, tell. Explain to me why minimum wage stays the same. Why the taxes just constantly just keep rising? Why do we even have taxes in the first place anyway? That's why. Uh, like, because if you don't have taxes, outrageous now for people. The yeah, if you don't have taxes, you can't fund the government. Everybody knows that, even though we didn't have an income tax until 1950. I mean, you can't fund the government unless you got an income tax. And that's the crazy thing. We, how else are we going to fund the wars and the big weapons from exactly. um, BAE systems oh. and, and general dynamics? And- Let us never tolerate outrageous conspiracy theories. Dude, you're going to absolutely wear my finger Isn't out. You're going to... You're going to wear my finger out using all your conspiracy mumbo-jumbo on this podcast. I'm not going to have it. <laughs> Speaking that truth. All right. Hey, um, Daryl, here's a good one for you. I, I want your comment on this one. This is a this is a fun one. This is more funsies. 
This is, once again, the government being the nanny state trying to protect you from yourself because, obviously, we need to be taken care of because we're a bunch of five-year-olds running around bumping into walls. Other, if, if government didn't label exit, I would never be able to find my way out of a building. So um, here is the law. It says Florida to outlaw sale of most pipes as bong bill takes effect July 1st. Oh, here we go because it's obviously the apparatus that's doing the harm. And people definitely don't smoke tobacco out of these things. They're only used for that evil marijuana that actually aids in in, in helping people that have debilitating cancer and that are going through the- chemo. It actually allows them to eat. Holy hell, what a terrible plant. So anyway, um, in Tallahassee, Florida, just two weeks, most the sale of most pipes, water pipes, and bongs will be outlawed in Florida as a bill passed by lawmakers in April – Oh, isn't that nice? Lawmakers. That's what they're called. They're not public servants anymore. They're lawmakers. In April, signed in by the governor earlier this month, takes effect. Florida lawmakers, once again, not servants of the people, um, lawmakers, took the step in the wrong direction in April with Florida's Senate passing House Bill 49 by a 31-2 to 2 vote just two days after the bill passed the House with a 212-3 to 3 vote while continuing to ignore legislation to allow medical marijuana for the state's sick and elderly. But marijuana isn't a um it's not a treatment, you know. They've they've never seen any benefits from marijuana ever. Um even though our congressional hearings in 1970 said that there were no negative side effects from using marijuana. Oh, I, I don't know where these people are getting their info from. They must be disinfo agents. Uh under the bill, which takes effect July 1st, 2013, The sale of virtually any type of smoking device will be outlawed with criminal penalties imposed on offenders. The only pipes, tobacco or otherwise, that will be allowed for sale in Florida will be made of barrier, marichum, clay, or corn cob. Any other type of water pipe will be prohibited. Any retailer caught selling these pipes made out of these materials, so basically they're going to bankrupt all the head shops down there, including glass, with, including glass will be charged with a first-degree misdemeanor. Second and subsequent violations would jump to a third-degree felony. Rather than just regulating them, let's just ban them, said Daryl Rosen, a Democrat from St. Petersburg. It should say a, um, it should say a Nazi from St. Petersburg who sponsored mm. the bill. If we can make people drive to Georgia or Alabama and Florida to get their fireworks, you can go and get these utensils of death. This is that's an oxymoron. All right, I'm gonna never mind. We'll get into all this in a second. Let me finish the article. The vague law does not apply to specifically in if the ban applies to the internet. Oh, the vague law does not specifically or specify if the ban applies to internet or mail order sales. Senator Jeff Clemens, another Democrat, shocker. Why, why are the Democrats doing this to pot? I thought they were big, you know, pot advocates. What the hell is going on? And um, Lake Worth, one of two senators who voted against the bill, oh, thank God, argued that marijuana isn't a dangerous drug and should be allowed under strict regulation. Yay! There's somebody with a brain in Florida. Holy cow. The bill was signed by Governor Rick Scott on June 5th. Yes. All right, so um, Daryl, thought criminal number one, um, you're up, man. You're up. What do you think? Yeah, I think this is going to make me want to start a smoke fest 
in Tallahassee. Normally, we tell people only bring pre-rolled joints. This one, we're going to make sure you have pipes or bongs and um, civil disobedience mm-hmm. at the best. Uh, yeah, outlaw the, the, the weed pipes. Cause I guess, you know, the, when you go to purchase it, you're supposed to use the word tobacco pipes. But, yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. outrageous. All right, man. Uh, I got idea, my I'm saving. I'm saving my comment. Either either one of you guys, go ahead. Uh, either either Rag or um, Glenn. Either one of you guys. Um, first off, Daryl, that's a good idea because that's a bright idea to be honest. Um, also, in my in my opinion, basically, it's just another brainwashing way, another way to control, another way of manipulation. That's just what it all boils down to. They just it's all about money. At the end of the day, it's all about wealth and profit. That's all they give a damn about. Oh, I got, hey, I got my whole thing about what I think about marijuana. You know, and the thing, when I think yeah, about yeah. marijuana, bro, it's like, I think the government cannot tax it because people can always grow sure. seeds. Mm-hmm. And marijuana, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's just so many, it's so much, it's so much blood in the world. That has, you know what I'm saying, that has seeds in it. It's infinite, can, basically. You know what I'm saying? It's no way of stopping it. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's just, it's it's not like a poppy plant. You know what I'm saying? It's not like um, none of that. You know what I'm saying? Not like a coca plant. It, it, it it's, it's, it's real, it's, it's very different and it can easily get seeds from pollen because it pollinates the male plant, pollinates with the female plant. And you can easily get seeds and you can always grow it. And I think they can't control it. And that's why metal, because weed is it's, it's nothing wrong with it, you know what I'm saying? Oh, that's, that's why you know what I'm saying. If you if you if you research, if you do the if you do the own the, the the knowledge on the on on marijuana and the cannabis plant, you will see that it's it's short term like memory effects. But if you as anybody who smoked, you know you have short term memory loss. Mm-hmm. But you at the same time like you can still be high and remember what you forgot. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, you feel me? Like it's it's so much deception around it and so much health benefits to it and the government of course want to keep it down because they they have a depopulation agenda and they can't control it so put two and two together and they don't they don't like marijuana <laughs> mm-hmm. Plain and simple. See, you can still smoke weed and clean your house you can oh still smoke that's weed a conspiracy theory wash your car <laughs> i'm just saying you yeah, you try to you try to you try having a, you try having about five or six you try to have about five or six beers and clean your house. You'll make it you'll make it through about half a room. You smoke oh, one joint, you'll clean your entire house and your neighbor's house probably. Now, anyway, my take on this whole my take on this whole thing is you guys are all right in the fact that it is a way to control it. It is a way to once again, it's a way to demonize the inanimate object while leaving out the real the real debate. And Daryl, I'm surprised you didn't mention Robert. I'm surprised Robert Platchorn is not just absolutely going bonkers over this, which he probably is, and I need to get him on the podcast. Or if you do get him on your podcast, Daryl, I'd like to come on board and have a, have a couple of chats with him because I, I love that guy to death. He's a great guy to talk to. But um, here here is the here's the overarching theme here. You guys, um, both of you, hit the nail on the head. Number one, they can't control it because. All you got to do is you could literally drive down the road and throw some marijuana seeds out your window and it'll grow. I mean, it doesn't have to have a strict cultivation environment. It doesn't have to have any of these things. It it can just grow anywhere. It's a quote-unquote weed. That's why they call it weed. And yes, it really they, grows in the weirdest places too, man. Yeah. <laughs> and and here's here's the here's the 
the other catch that I think that that you kind of missed. If you don't think that Monsanto hasn't developed a um, a termination seed with pot, you're crazy. They've got that. Monsanto has got a a pot variant that will terminate itself after every growing season. But the fact of the matter is, is they're thinking about, well, we're not going to make as much money because they're trying to fund all the private prisons. So you have all these different little micro economies going on here in the in the um, in the nation of the um, United States of America, or what we should call America. corporate America, or shall I say, you know, the corporation of America. You have a bunch of different engines going on here. You have the engine, which is the military-industrial complex, and we see that going to war with countries that have never attacked anybody. We see that you know going searching for WMDs that we never found. When and everybody knows that it's even read more than two or three pages. Knows why we went to Libya, and it was because Gaddafi said that he wanted to trade oil in um, in gold rather than in U.S. dollars, and that's a big no-no. I bet you Boehner read the bill. I bet you Boehner read it. Boehner? Oh yeah, oh yeah, he totally read it. He read it. He took. He did a PowerPoint presentation on it. But then, you know, you have that, and then you have the other portion of the economy, which is the growing portion of the economy. And and people that don't, if you don't listen to me on this, then go ahead and and reach back to the show in six months and tell me that this has gotten better. The private prisons are going to be the downfall of this country if we do not switch the way that those things are regulated and conducted, we are all in big, big trouble. And the reason that I say this is because they make they make the losses private. So basically here's what they do. They have an agreement with a municipality. Let's say here in Georgia, I have an agreement with a um with a local state government that says I have an agreement with the uh, state of Georgia saying that I will keep this prison at ninety ninety plus percent occupancy if I'm allowed to build it with taxpayer money. So the taxpayers give the money, the private prison gets built by the pri- and then they fill the prison with private individual contractors. It's what we're doing all over the world with these mercenary groups. We're going and conquering countries, pulling troops out but sticking merc groups in there to control everything. It's the same kind of once again guys, we talked about this very early on the podcast. It's the exact same thing. It's the same little routine. They just do it with different sectors. And so now you're seeing it with the prison population and not the prison population, even though we do have 5% of the world's population, but we have you know the most people incarcerated of any nation in the world, even more than China, which has like triple our population. But that's a side issue. So when you have the private prisons, once again, it's taxpayer-funded to build it, and then they bring in the private company to run it, and then they sign deals with the municipality to keep it at 90-plus percent occupancy. And they will keep building these prisons as long as they can keep, once again, follow the money. You know, I, I can't remember if, uh, if Rag said that or Glenn said that. It's all about money and profit. You know, mm-hmm. follow the money and profit. And that's what these stupid laws are about. These laws are not about protecting you and keeping you from smoking pot. It's not about that. It is to come in and it is to take you and persecute you and put you in prison so that they can make money off of your dumbass. And they'll let the violent offenders go every day because all they do is go up and stir around stuff and get other people to make bad decisions and, and and to do things like – like if somebody breaks into your house to steal something and you shoot them dead, they're probably going to take you off to jail saying that you use um, – in, in uh, Georgia, they have this thing. It's called force against force, that you can only match force with equal force. 
and they have that law for a while that's if you got in a fight, but if somebody's breaking into your house. But they're going to start switching it, and we'll be like Europe where if somebody breaks into your house, like in London, and you shoot them dead, that you'll get in trouble. Yeah. And sorry for, the, I mean, sorry for the big diatribe, but I just got on a roll there, and I just I was just seeing where all this is going, and it's going to a really bad place, guys. It's going to a really yeah. bad place, and that's what we're all trying to tell you. So if you don't want to listen, if you want to, you know, go and um, and and give up your liberty for security like Miss Alabama, then go right ahead. Anybody else got any other comments on what I just said? Um, before I comment on it, I just want to say that um. We got my man Post in the house. Our comrade. Our comrade Post, you know what I'm saying? He's part of the People Vanguard. He was there oh. at the Liberty Fest. Yeah, he just came here, you know what I'm saying? Well, he, throw him on here. real quick. Get him on the podcast. Yeah. Get him on here. Get yeah, him on here. Talk about, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, before you came, bro, we was talking about, you know what I'm saying, uh, weed and how the government was cracking down on weed, you know what I'm saying, that type of shit. So, comment on that type. Well, I feel like it's all about big business. Me personally, this is post speaking, proper yeah. sacrificial yep. testimony representing people's vanguard. And um I feel like it's um it all boils down to profits and who's gonna make big business off drugs because if you look at it, the government really it ain't nothing but profit and demand because they send the same drugs over here. And mm-hmm. they make tax they tax it mm-hmm. and then they send they send they send hard working Americans like me and you to jail mm-hmm. for the same drugs that they mm-hmm. actually put on the streets for you when they say that we have a war on drugs and we mm-hmm. have a war on terror. It's really all about making money. Mm-hmm. And and when you follow the money, you realize who the criminals are. You realize who, who who's doing the wrong to the people. Mm-hmm. Who's controlling the money. <laughs> hey, after we filed bankruptcy and after World War Two, dude, it was <laughs> it was all over. It was Corporation City after then. And Eisenhower even warned us. He's like, look, oh, yeah. it's going to get President. bad. President, president. president warned us about the military industrial complex, and you people still think it's conspiracy theory. I mean, a come on. President Kennedy was the first president to acknowledge the Federal Reserve's out loud. Mm-hmm. A he president. Tried to, he tried to. Yeah, he, he had an executive order trying to um, have. I think Congress, if I could, if I can remember. Uh, or the treasurer on the Department of Treasury. Um, what they were going to do is they were going to they were going to back they were going to back the U.S. dollar with silver, and it was presidential. Okay. Dis- it was um, Executive Order one 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 zero. For everybody playing for everybody playing the home game, I do have a I do have an uncanny ability for remembering useless information, but that is actually not useless. That's very um, it's very awe inspiring. And then um, a couple weeks later, he gets um, gets his head blown off. So. That's what happens mm-hmm. when you go up against the Federal Reserve. Daryl, what are your thoughts, man? Do you think that the private prison complex is what um, we, we need to be afraid of, or do you think that we need to be afraid of Al-Qaeda? <laughs> be very, very scared of me, the black guy, the educated black guy, the self-educated black guy. <laughs> oh. <I'm the> <laughs> okay. Unbelievable. Uh, yeah, man. It's, it's All right, so let's – um, yeah, go ahead. Oh, no, no, you go, you go ahead, pass it on. Just like. All right, here we go. We got um, I got another article that I wanted to get. Um, here, here is uh, here is once again, here is once the uh, the bureaucrats trying to uh, trying to shut down the economy, and it's um, alabaster barbecue vendor violates city ordinances for cooking at home. And um, once again, this is how they're gonna this is how they're gonna enslave everybody is through you know city ordinances. As you you guys remember them. Um, 
you know, going after people that were building, you know, gardens in their front front yard and even gardens in their backyard. They're like, well, that violates city ordinances. It's like, well, it's my property. Like, well, we don't like the way it looks, so you're you're going to get fined or we're going to throw you in jail for having a garden in your front yard. So this is where it's going to be the thought police, and then just like what Hitler did, and I hate saying this, guys, everything that Hitler did was perfectly legal under German law. Go look it up. Go look it up. Don't be a chump anymore. Understand that the way that these regulations and ordinances and crap like that come through, it is not there to empower you. It is there to enslave your dumb ass. All right, so here it goes. Alabaster, Alabama. Since November 19th, John Chichi of Alabaster has traded in his career in construction industry in order to sell his Kansas City-style slow-smoked barbecue as his full-time profession. Cooking his cuts of pork, ribs, and other meats that take up to 24 hours roasting on low heat, Smoker installed in his trailer, which he built and uses to sell his food near a downtown Montevillo. Because he, is gone, because he has been using his smoker at home, sometimes cooking through the night, the savory aromas abound. And it says, Chi-Chi said, the city of Alabaster is running him out of business because he cannot cook at home without a business license. The city which has received complaints about his cooking process, won't issue a license to a business with a lack of a permanent foundation. I have been using, and this is a quote, I've been using the smoker out here from day one. And in fact, the first meal I even cooked at my house was off that smoker. He said, when the family moved into the home on Medford Park Place in, uh, in, Alabaster, in Alabaster, Alabama in January, if I can't cook, I can't sell, he said. They're literally hitting me with a $400 a day fine if I cook on a trailer, which is his home. And one of these literally puts me out of business or I become – or it says puts me out of business because that's more than I can make in one day. The city, in violation, a violation notice dated June 3rd, outlined several issues with his operation. And it goes on to just talk about – just stupid garbage in the way that it should be cooked and prepared immediately and all of these kind of crappy things. But this is what you're going to be looking at, guys. Code enforcement, you know, stupid um, stupid pipe laws. They're cracking down. And, and, and then, meanwhile, they're gearing up buying, you know, armored vehicles, bullets, and then they tell us not to get nervous, and they tell us that we're all conspiracy theorists if we get nervous about, you know, the government buying armored vehicles and and billions of bullets and then denying that they were buying billions of bullets and then when they have to admit it that they're like oh yeah well we were buying them but you know it's just to save money because that's what the government does with your money it tries to save money meanwhile barack obama goes over to england to the g8 or excuse me to ireland to the g8 and takes a literal fucking destroyer over there with him a <laughs> fucking ship over there with him he took a fucking ship, dude. They took oh, wow. a fucking aircraft carrier over there with him. And they're written out the top <coughs> floor, the red carpets, you name it. And he's going to go in there and sit down with all the leaders of the G8. And everything's going to be fine because, you know, he's got a good smile. Get ready for your Obama alerts. Get ready for them. They're coming. Daryl, I'm done, man. I'm about to blow up. All right, go ahead, man. Take it. <laughs> It's for our protection, man. It's always for our protection. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, I mean, what what the hell do you do if you're this guy? I mean, what do you do? It's like, 
it's like, oh, I'm gonna try to actually make a living. Like, well, you can't cook because this is a um, this is a trailer. It's like, um, I can cook in an oven right here. Nope, that doesn't count. That doesn't count. It's like we're it's like we're it's like we're in kindergarten. It's like, you know, first one to first one to touch their finger to their nose wins. And it's like, oh, I'm first. Oh, no, that doesn't count. That doesn't count. You didn't play by the rules. It has to be left hand. Well, you didn't say left hand. Well, I'm saying now it's gonna be left hand. Rag, what do you think, man? I mean, like Daryl said, man, it's all about our liberties, right? (laughs) They want you to to believe, hey, we're protecting your liberty. We're not going to do nothing. We're not going to do anything wrong. Your freedom is in our hands. Trust in big government. (laughs) Exactly. Trust the big government. Oh, yeah. Just like Reagan said, I'm from the government, and I'm here to help. Is the most terrifying sentence you could ever hear in your entire life. I have a a student tie. Listen to me. I have a drone also. I have a drone. <laughs> so, Glenn, you got any comment for that, man? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it's the world is fucking crazy. You know, what I mean, it's, the people, the people gotta realize that we gotta control our own lives. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's the, the government. You know what I'm saying? People want the government will always want you to trust in big government and be dependent off of government. But the people really got to control their own lives and things will just get worse and worse because they will always put profit over human lives, if you think about it. They don't that, was, well, that was really well said. They, they will always put – because the people that are – here's the way that I can explain it to people. The people making these decisions in these boardrooms, it's not like that they bring in 300 people who's like, hey, with your GMO that you just put out that you're making billions of dollars of profit on – Here's 300 people that we're going to shoot in the head that you've killed today. No, they don't do that. These are people that are out of sight, out of mind. And so it becomes one of those – it becomes a um, – it's like a a cognitive dissonance where you can – well, if I don't see it, then it's not really happening. But what we're seeing happen right, is right. the manifestation of, like you said, they don't care. They're always going to choose profit over life because it's not their life that they're choosing profit over. Exactly. It's yours. You gotta think about it. these people are so rich. Money don't they don't care about money the it's way that people think they they it's care about, about money. Power. It's power, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Rack said it's about power. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I say power. that all the time. And these and what people can't understand is that it you know it, everybody sees these um, these news articles and these um, and these. Uh, you know, segments on the news where it's like, you know, a husband comes home, shoots his wife, and stabs his children to death. And everybody's like, what the hell's wrong with that guy? He's psycho, dude. He's crazy. That's what's wrong. And you can't relate to that because you're not crazy. And that's what you got to try to get through these people's head about these people in government that are making these outrageous laws. They're not there for you. They're there for them. They're very egocentric. I think it was Eisenhower that said, and I'm going to go ahead and look this up when I, when I go to one of you guys. But Eisenhower said that if you wanted to be president, you're either crazy or you're narcissist. These are the only two things that you can be. So I think we've got a full-on narcissist in the house that just enjoys – it's like whenever I see Obama speak, it's like he enjoys – you know, driving the lemmings off a cliff. He enjoys showing the sheep to be sheep, and it's like, oh yes, just follow me, sheep. I'm gonna, you know, we're gonna take real good care of you. You know what I mean? He has nothing to worry about. That's how he's looking at it. He follow, has nothing to worry about. Follow the herd. Yeah. Just, that's all it is. Glenn just said it best. Follow the herd. Yeah. Do you want to say, Paul? 
That's not post. That's not for the people. Well, I feel like as long as people don't get educated to what's going on or basically what Glenn said, as long as they don't want to take control of their own lives. Because, like, as long as you got somebody telling you what to do and you feel like it's a good idea, you're just going to follow. Exactly. As long as they're telling you something and you have a crowd of people who believe what, it's like, as long as you have a following. Like, Barack Obama has a great following. Mm -hmm. So, people believe him because of his followers. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, do you believe that do you believe that our country is turning into like a an over? This is kind of a really weird way to look at it, but I, I could see how I can try to make it make sense. Do you believe our country is turning into like an overblown Twitter in the fact that the more followers that you get, the more in essence people will trust you and the people that will go along with you, and that's what you're talking about. And is that these these politicians they aren't they aren't politicians anymore. They're they're celebrities. Like yeah. Janet Napolitano is a celebrity, and and um, and um, Nancy Pelosi is a celebrity with no brain. I mean, she fits right in. <laughs> she should she should be on the Kardashians, other than the fact that I know that she's a that she's an absolute conniving criminal, and that and that um, you know what's her what's what's the other one's name? Diane Feinstein's another one. That her husband oh. her husband owns like all these or has a big hand in all these. Um, and all these spy companies, and then people wonder why they always vote for legislation to increase the um, increase the spy grip. I mean, it's absolutely uh, probably partying at the Bohemian Grove too, like a little oh. oh yeah, oh, man. man. Hey, when is that? When is that coming up? When is that coming up? I haven't got my invitation. When is the Bohemian Grove coming up? I don't even care. I don't even. I mean, yeah, it, it is annual. I'm with right? I mean, I I Nixon. I think it be. I think it. I think it's in July. I believe. I don't know. <laughs> hey, if I, you I, ask, I, post, if you ask you about the Bohemian Grove, I'm like Richard Nixon. That's the most faggot shit I ever heard of. Everybody, everybody that was and, not and a. You got a whole just, bunch of dudes swinging ham. Yeah. That's <laughs> not cool. <laughs> All right, That's so cool. just to, just to let everybody know, so we don't get attacked by the fans, that was not a gay slur. That was exactly okay. what Richard. That was word for word what Richard Nixon said about the Bohemian Grove. That that doesn't exist, by the way. You know, Bilderberg doesn't exist. You know, hey, by the way, I um I'll play this oh, next. Exist. None of that stuff exists. That's what they want you to believe. <laughs> oh, of course. And one of the, I will play this on the next podcast. But have you guys seen that CNN actually did a fair piece on uh, the Bilderberg Group this year? Did you see that? No, I haven't seen it. Wow. No, I have Seriously? not. What? And I'll post. All right, as soon as as soon as we get off the podcast today, I'll post it on um I'll post it on Facebook, and you guys can share it with everybody. And then I'll post I'll post it on Twitter too for the people that are listening live. But it was a it was a post that Radowski Luke Radowski posted like right after Bilderberg, and he's like. Oh my God! CNN did a fair piece on Bilderberg, so I watched it. It was completely fair. It was like, hey, we got a bunch of the you know the world's financial guys. Everybody's here. The head of the IMF's here. The head of the World Bank's here, and they're all just sitting in a room and they're not telling us what they're talking about. And they say it. it's an informal meeting, but nobody shares notes or anything. And it's just very odd. It's like, what do you think that they're talking about? And they're like, who knows, man? They're just they're just talking about tea and biscuits and who's got the best chicken recipe. I'm sure, you know. Yeah, right. They're talking about what kind of they talk about what kind of shit to put in your food. They're talking about um should we 
Let us out win, or should we fund the rebels? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Either, way, to figure out what either way, we win. They're talking about more ways to control your life. That's what they're talking about. Because last time we had a meeting out here in Virginia, fucking there was a ban on large size sodas in fucking New York City. <laughs> <laughs> Hell, uh, Salt is bad. Oh yeah. yeah. Stop poisoning my water. <laughs> didn't, they, didn't, they, didn't New York go to court for that stop and frisk bullshit they had? Like when 90% of the people that they stopped was African Americans and Latinos? No way. Are you way, talking about the bill where, where they was getting tickets from like uh, having your pants sagging and shit? Is that what you're talking about? Oh, no, no, no. No, no, no they had a stop and frisk, dude. Stop and frisk. Like if you if you fit the description, if you was an African American, you know what I'm saying? It, it, oh yeah, I read something. You know what I'm saying? Latino is a law. Like they can just mm-hmm. randomly search you. See if you yeah, have any drugs, guns, or anything on you to throw you to throw you in jail. You know what I'm saying? Oh, it's, it's kind of like random. the it's kind of like the knock and talks. Did you guys hear those? Did you guys ever hear about those? No, where the that? cops? Oh, are, <laughs> oh, that was oh baby. Yeah, New York is so nuts. It's like. It's like, and uh, you guys can uh, search engine this when we get off, but if I find it first, I'll send it to all you guys. It's like, New York's implementing knock and talks again. That's where the cops will just come and knock at your door and be like, we're just going to come in and have a look around your house real quick. Oh, just no, have a chat shit. with you. Damn. No, no, everything's fine, guys. Everything's fine. The government's there to protect you. And even though they arm Al-Qaeda and, you know, and, yeah, they and, and, and they're the ones that perpetrate all the mass shootings, it's every, everything's fine. Even though they arm Al-Qaeda and say that, oh... Oh, we should give our rights up for Al Qaeda. Be mm. afraid of Al Qaeda, but the, we the, are the, the, yeah, don't pay attention to the Syrian them. rebels that, oh. that pledge their allegiance to Al Qaeda. Hey, don't the, forget. Hey, don't forget. Don't forget when um when, what, when yeah what what was his name? Oh God, uh, Daryl, help me out. What was the guy's name? Um, oh John McCain. Remember John went over. John McCain went over there and yeah, he's John like, McCain, I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm going to learn about Al-Qaeda. Like, we could definitely tell who the bad guys was. And he's, in the photo, he's got two freaking terrorists right behind him, and he's like, we oh, definitely yeah. know who the bad guys are. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, but you think about it, man. John, John McCain, man, he, he, he's such a warmonger, man. He's he been trying to attack Iran for the longest. And you think about it, taking down Syria is the next step to going towards Iran. So, of course, he's over there posing with the... The fake rebels and the I ain't gonna say all of them fake because I know some of the people there is really against the side, but yeah. I just think most of the people there is you know what I'm saying. Of course they're Look, from Qatar, they're from Saudi Arabia, and, and that's what and and, and I can I can actually lean lean some credence to um, what Barack Obama said in the fact that he said Syria is a sticky situation. Because, dude, what do you do there? You've got a guy that's, like, disappearing people. Granted, he's not using chemical weapons or anything like they said. But he would actually disappear people. You know, political dissidents would disappear them and would, you know, would have secret arrests and secret police and stuff like that, which, get ready, America. Hey, you know, everything's fine. You know, just what we saw with Adam Kokesh, that's not anything to get all nervous about. The guy was just standing there with a microphone, wasn't even smoking weed, wasn't doing anything. Just, hey, you're just going to come with us. Nah, you're just gonna come with us for a little while. Everything's fine. We're gonna, you know, just take some DNA. Yeah, just you know, come on, come hang out with us. We're good people. Look, we're not the terrorists. Yeah. Smoke one with us, man. Yeah, just smoke oh. one with us. Here, just, here, come on, Barry. Come on, Barry. Here. Smoke one with the people. Exactly. Yeah, just here, here. Let us let us swab your mouth and get some DNA real quick. Just let us get a little bit of DNA. That's fine. Yeah, no, we'll put that. I don't that care what. 
I don't care what anybody says. This guy, I mean, they, they can say he's a Marxist and a, a communist, but he's a fake fucking communist. I know real people who in, in communist parties, who in revolutionary socialist parties, and there's nothing like Barry Obama. They're about people controlling their own mm-hmm. lives. There's nothing about, you know what I'm saying? They're, they're not about big government depending on the government. You know what I'm saying? Granted, there is some forms of socialism and communism practice back in the day that was state-controlled. But not every people who describe who prescribe under the term is that. You know exactly. what I'm saying? They don't they don't believe in that. So it's a, it's a big misconception. You know what I'm saying about that? And you well, know that's what, what the um, that's of, what the the zeitgeist movie the zeitgeist movie teaches socialism. I mean, the zeitgeist movie is. Is socialism with a uh, technological overlay? But, so but the, only, the, the thing I don't like about the zeitgeist is just too much technological control. Like for my yeah, thing, who I programs think the damn computer? That's what I want to know. I mean, does, yeah, like it, it, does it's Lord Rothschild get to program the computer too? He's like, oh, I've got, I've already got like, a system for you. Here you go. It's like they're submitting the technology, and they can. I think the people still should rule, should, should rule over technology. We shouldn't let robots control our lives because that's. That's a very dangerous situation. Exactly. Because we could make some shit that's way, way 5,500 times stronger than the average human, and they can just go around destroying and killing people, innocent people, babies and children. Like, it could be a, a very, very bad scenario. Like If somebody get real crafty and be able to hack into different robots that's supposed to help people in the future, Like people got to really think about this shit. You know what I'm saying? Or, if you, get, or if you get somebody like Ray Kurzweil that you know, programs them all, and then he's like, oh, I've programmed the ultimate robot. And it's like... Humans are destructive. Humans will destroy the planet. Must eliminate exactly. all humans. Like, oh Jesus Christ! Whoops. That's some, that's some high robot. Watch out for the three D printers. Oh man! I want to say this though. I want to say this though. To all the people, like rebels, revolutionaries around the world, I think honestly we all need to organize. We all need yep. to come together. Everybody as educated individuals, we also need to like put all our political ideologies aside because a lot yep. of people are blinded by their political ideology. They don't want to see what the other, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying, entity has to offer or nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, we all got the same enemy. We all got the same oppressor. So we mm-hmm. all got to come together and understand that shit. To be well, honest, I, I, I think that's, that's 100% organize. on point. We got to... Everybody, we have to be educated. And we have to organize. And it's one thing. It's one thing. It's, it's good talking. It's one thing. Hold on. It's one thing I want to add. Um, I was on the show, um, a few, uh, probably like a month ago, and a guy told me that you know what I'm saying. It's a robber in the house. You know what I'm saying. We can argue who designed it after we take care of the, the immediate situation. Exactly. Right. And I, and I was like, Duh. I was like, that, that hit the spot. You know exactly. what I'm saying. That, that's the nail on the fucking head. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. But cap, you know what I'm saying? You can you can have an argument about capitalism, socialism. Once you get the fascist motherfuckers out, the motherfuckers. Yeah, country. we all got the same common enemy. That's, mm-hmm. a that's how I. That's how I feel. We can talk yeah. about that shit later. <laughs> that's a later date. <laughs> Daryl, what do you, what are your thoughts? I've got I've got my my comment on that. What are your thoughts, Daryl? I'm sorry, I was zoning in and out, doing a little bit of work over here. I truly apologize. <laughs> no, that's all right, man. They were just talking about how we just need to put I, uh, political ideology aside because we all got oh, yeah. the same com- and, and common together. enemy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all fascist. Yeah, come together because we do have the same oppressor, whether he mm-hmm. is white, black, or Hispanic. I apologize. I was going in and out. But, yeah, man, that's the only way we, we, we're going to be going to win this fight, man, when we unite, man, because it's going to be us versus them. And 
It's looking pretty scary out there. <laughs> yeah, if you see what happens in Turkey and you see what happens over in um, – how about what happened over in Egypt? Do you guys remember this? And you guys can yeah, look man. this up. Do you remember the Egypt protests where they had like um, they had 500 peaceful protesters mowed down with the uh, 50 caliber cannon oh, that they yeah, rolled yeah, in? Yeah, you guys remember that? Yeah, it's yeah. just like, oh, we got some protesters coming to downtown. Yeah, um, take care of the protesters. And it's like, brrr, insurgents down. We've killed all the insurgents. I mean, all the that, protesters. That's kind of like that's kind of like what happened to the dude a while back. I think he was a cameraman. He was in Israel. Oh, you talk about I forgot James his name. James, James Miller. James Miller, the British Campbell. Yeah, and he was just, you know, shot down. He was a British uh, reporter for British journalist, basically. Yeah, yeah he was a journalist, and he had a camera. Then he got shot down because he had a camera, right? Yeah. Yeah, he got, yeah, he got, he got a white flag and all. He was he in was Palestine. Yeah, he was in Palestine. Yeah. Uh. He got shot down by Israeli troops, you know what I'm saying, waving the peace flag, trying to get to safety. And you know they won in court. I don't. I don't know if the, the troops who shot him was ever punished. I don't think they were. But it's, it just goes to show you. You know what I'm saying? People who go seek the truth, you know, go out there and get punished. And, and see, that's and what's that, so that's what's so sad is that we all know. We all know to an we all know to an extent how bad this can get and where this is going. And it's not like it's not like America is this. You know this island fortress that sits off in the middle of of nowhere that can never be touched and and nothing can ever go wrong in America. Well, and what we're seeing is we're seeing fascism. Number one, That's, exactly. and you guys hit it right on the head. When you see when you see corporations feeding in to control the government, and you see corporations using the NSA to um, to war game what they're going to do against other corporations, using insider information from the government. That's fascism, and it's like, yeah, and everybody yeah. in America is like, oh no, well we'll just we'll just change it through political ideology, and we'll just get Rand Paul in there, and he'll listen. If Rand Paul gets elected president, he lasts maybe two weeks before they pop him, or he dies in a <laughs> dies in a plane crash, or has a has a massive heart attack, or something like that. I mean, and I hate to I hate to just be real negative about it, but. But you have to understand, like we're talking about, guys, the revolution that's going to come in the U.S. better come from individuals. It better not come from this Tea Party crap, which I, I, I applaud you, Tea Party, for what you're trying to do, but you're a little bit misguided in the fact that you're going to get you're going to get taken over by the um, by the Republicans anyway. Glenn Beck's going to steer you right into the right into the Republican Party again, and Carl Rove is going to be there waving him in. He's going to be waving you in with the big blinkers, and he's going to be like, "Come on, Carl Rove's got you." We'll just go back to being Reagan Republicans, and then we'll try this shit again in twenty years, just like we did now. So it's it's all about individuals. You have to be the individual. That's what that's what was so amazing to me, and what people didn't understand about what um, Daryl's um, Daryl's friend Adam was doing. And that's – he said, I'm going to do this march. I'm going to organize the march, but it's individuals participating. He understands that it's the individual that makes the choice to say, this is bullshit. I'm standing up. And at some point – and I really do think that it won't be until they start taking the bank accounts, until they start doing like bank holidays in America. I think that's about the – that's where most of the people will get it. But by that time, I'll be so freaking long gone and out in the country that you guys just have fun. 
You guys have all the fun you want with your digital fiat currency. Have all the fun with the FEMA camps. Have all the fun with it because it's going to be fun. I'm telling you, it's going to be a blast. You think they're going to let us throw politicians in the FEMA camps? Say what now? You think they're going to let us throw politicians in the FEMA camps? Oh, uh, uh, dude, no, they're going to be the jail guards. What are you talking about? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> man, hold up. On that note, man, that's what I want, I want to say on that note. That's what also what the Vanguard is here for. Like, you know what I'm saying? As a political organization, that's what we stand for as an educational body here to educate the people. Solidarity. To, to bring them the truth about really what is going on out here. Make the decision for yourself. That is what the right. Vanguard is here for. And you, and it, it's about solidarity, you know what I'm saying? We got libertarian comrades. We got anarchist comrades. We got communist comrades. All of them. You know what I'm saying? Whatever you describe yourself as, if you're about people, you about power to the people, you're about controlling your own lives, you ain't about no centralized authority. If you're about, you know what I'm saying? We, 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 hey, what we don't that? believe in government. We don't believe in exactly. state. You know what I'm saying? What, what is that? What's that? What's that F word that I keep trying to? The f from free freedom. There we go. Freedom. freedom. Oh freedom. my God! I couldn't freedom. even say it. I thought that was a conspiracy freedom. theory. Freedom. Holy shit! It might have been. Well, here, here's what I got. What I got to say to everybody is that uh, you know, in closing, we got a couple minutes here. I want to get everybody's last um, train of thought. I had a couple of uh, articles I didn't get to get to, but you know, um, here's here's my takeaway from all of this. I think we're all on the same page. It is your duty if you know this information. If you're listening to this podcast and you're nodding your head, which most people, if you're listening to this podcast, are very informed and you're nodding your head the whole time. Your job today. <laughs> is to go out and tomorrow and the next day and the next day and tell people about what's going on. Don't care about how they look at you. Don't care about what they say behind your back. Just drop a little nugget off and then leave. This is what I did. This was my nugget for today. I went over to Publix to get myself some to get myself some, you know, groceries for my wife and I so and I went over to Publix and I was like, "Which of this ground beef do you guys ground here?" And the lady looked at me kind of funny, and she goes, well, we grind all of our beef here. And I said, good, because I just didn't want any of that purple slime. And she looked at me very funny, and I said, listen, that purple slime has been a – it was a cancer-causing agent, and they have mm-hmm. since really looked at removing it. And that's why when you go to Kroger or something like that, and you see the ground beef product or whatever it is that's like 99 cents a pound, that is no bueno for you. That is no bueno. But, you know, if I drop a nugget like that off to somebody or drop a nugget off about fluoride or drop a nugget off about going to war or drop a nugget off about the NSA and just get people – because it will resonate, man, and then they'll see it on Fox and they'll see it somewhere else and then they'll, and, and then it'll start to click and they'll go, hey, there was a guy that told me I'm going to look that up. And that's all you have to do is get the ball rolling with these people. So final comments, everybody, quickly. Um, Glenn, last comment for everybody, and then uh, we'll go right through. At the end of the day, man, it's about getting in the streets. It's about all power to the people. It's about getting grassroots movements started. Because, like, Occupy Wall Street was just a little preview of what can happen in America. It's just a preview. We need an organized revolution. We need people that's in solidarity with each other. We need the libertarians that's in solidarity with the, 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 the communists. You know, it might sound crazy to the, the average libertarian, but we need people that... That actually see past the, 
you know what I'm saying, the propaganda and the bullshit. We need people that actually care about each other, you know what I'm saying, and, and coalition with each other. And that's what's really going to change America, you know what I'm saying? And that's Amen. what people got to realize. We can't, you know what I'm saying, people like Alex Jones might say that, you know what I'm saying, forming groups are, are likely to get co-opted or something. But honestly, mm-hmm. that's the only way I see right now to change America. We need to get mm-hmm. out there in the streets. We need to form groups. We need to get grassroots movements going. And that's what we need to do right now to change the world today. And we need the coalitions going between different political parties. And that's the yep. way to change America. All right. Next up, Rag, what's up? Oh, man. I just want to say, first off, it's got to be power to all people. Freedom is the key. Liberate your mind. Liberate yourself. Education, mm-hmm. first off, to me. Everything, it starts with education Because if you don't have no education, you're nowhere You're just going to be lost in the clouds And you don't know what's going on So, like, it's like my cousin just said We got to come together Coalition-wise And we got to really start promoting in the streets And really getting people together, man It's about all having all walks of life Understanding what this fascist And imperialist-ass government Is really doing to us, really Because, like, really, man Honestly, we don't need them we can run. We can really run the country ourselves, really, if they want. Really, can be technical with it. We can control our own lives. We can control the means of production. We can do all that. We just need everybody has to come together, man, and come together as one. We can argue about what kind of economy system or whatever we gonna have later. We got to get mm-hmm. the people that's controlling and bringing us down out now. We got to get them out of there Amen. now. Amen. Daryl, what are your closing thoughts, man? They, 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 they hit it, man. Coalition, That's man, it. is all about coming together. Unity, man. They're killing our people. That's it. Time hey, Daryl, I love your idea food. about the. I love your idea about the smoke down in Florida, man. We need to get on that. I got a couple of friends that live down in Florida. Oh, yeah. We could probably set them up. Tallahassee, right, Daryl? Tallahassee. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm, I'm yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. We'll and, and, and concrete we'll is a, a, a norm out there, and you know, make sure this is organized right and. You yep. make that shit happen, man. Like, hey, Daryl, you know what would be even you know what would be even more impactful, and I know this is going to kind of be against what we're what we're trying to do, but we should have everybody go out there with glass pipes and smoke tobacco. That hell, would be even no, better. Hell no, hell no. All right, hey, 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 I'm just saying, I'm just saying, it's like people... us walking with unloaded guns, man. What the fuck is the point? You know? <laughs> we don't have way. <laughs> okay, all right, all right, I'm with you. I follow you. I follow you. I follow you. I follow you 100%. So, all right. So everybody, at the end of the day, I think we can all agree that we need to unite and we need to gather as as individuals, but understand that we're all going to unite against fascism, against a tyrannical government, and against oppression. That's what's going on. We're we're seeing the very beginnings of official oppression, and it's terrifying to me. I see it going on all over the place, but everybody else sees Dancing with the Stars and all this other crap that's on television. So. I would like to say thank you to the People's Vanguard for joining me today on the podcast. Guys, be sure to share your info with me, and I'll put it up on the website underneath the um, the podcast link for this show. Daryl Young, as always, always a pleasure having you on the podcast, man. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me, brother. Yep. Hey, and, uh, more often, man. We, anytime, you got man. it. Anytime, anytime, man. Love the conversation, the guys. Issues, man. We, we love doing right. this. This is what we're about. 
This is it, man. This is where hey, this is how freedom begins. Everybody talking about it, putting political ideology aside and uniting around the tyrant. So that's it, everybody. Yeah. Get a friend, get informed and get involved. Follow me on Twitter, We Are Not Cattle, the number one. You can check me out on my website, wearenotcattle.net. And you can also check out the YouTube. Please go watch the video podcast. I put a lot of effort into them. Give me some YouTube likes. Share those with people so I can make a little money. And, oh, by the way, click on my link for emergencyessentials.net. On, uh, go on there and get yourself a bug-out bag. Get yourself prepared because if the apocalypse comes, you don't want to be caught flat-footed. That's it, everybody. Enjoyed the show. Thanks again to the People's Vanguard, Daryl Young from Adam vs. the Man. And uh, love, liberty, and freedom, everybody. We're out. You deserve your freedom. Freedom. Yeah, I've been feeling that you.